listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Because Rod and Karen are hot. Who would have thought we'd get away with manslaughter? <gasps> Numerous cars crib off the water. No play- A player no longer, life's getting shorter. Tired of hoes taking offers instead of folders. The rule don't condone this, because in the late 60s, this game was flawless. Until blow got on the rise, then old jacks were slinging, pies and bell bottoms and button flies. Hey, welcome to the Blackout <laughs> Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We are in the house on a Sunday, mm-hmm. the first Sunday of AMC's Into the Badlands. Which, I am uh, so ready. I'm listen. My body is ready. Yes, I'm so excited. It's right after The Walking Dead too. I couldn't sleep last night. I was up <laughs> to like four in the morning. Like we're gonna see some kung fu action on TV. It's been so long. Feel like it's been since I was a kid, and they had Saturday morning cartoons and kung fu, man. So I'm, I'm happy to happy to be here today. And in addition to being happy to be here, we have some new guests. Mm-hmm. This is their first time being on our show, but they've been doing our show for like five years. I mean, that you know, OGs in the podcasting game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did do a show with them on Rashani's show mm-hmm. one time. And I've been on. Uh, Karen has been on that show before. Uh, so we, I, it's like, you know how you always have these, it's like Bones and Sleepy Hollow. Like, they, <laughs> they, they, they operate around each other, but then they finally did that episode together. Did they cross over? That's right, man. We got John and Tanisha, Tanisha from The Ink Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Hey guys. How's everybody doing? Thanks uh, for having us. Yeah, really do. We have uh, fans of the show. I mean, this is a long time coming, I guess, because uh, we both, we've all been doing this podcast thing for a minute. I guess, um, you know, we enjoyed Karen the first time around and uh, glad to get you on this time. I mean, we'll have be on your show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you- <laughs> we all finally get to talk. Well, um, first of all, man, you guys have been around for so long. Uh, y'all have had a name change. change. Y'all been around so long. Y'all went from ignorance to the ink. What was the cause of being like, we got, we got to move on to the ink and let the ignorance go? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a hard decision. Uh, but the change from ignorance to the ink was basically, uh, ignorance did not uh, go well with everybody's palate. Uh, <laughs> In essence, we wanted sponsorship dollars, and uh, at the end of the day, ignorance was not going to fly. <laughs> so it, we had to do something a little more uh, palatable for across the masses. So, so y'all could ignorance brought to you by Amazon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, ignorance is one of my favorite words, man. Um, so I, you know, I I, I did enjoy the name uh but uh i definitely understand man for branding you have to branding uh you have to move on sometimes i i I know sometimes i still think like the black guy who tips as much as i you know like the name of our show and i think it's a good like litmus test for if you can listen to us or not Mm -hmm. i sometimes i'm still like yo we would have named this bitch rod and karen we would have had so much money by now because like exactly <laughs> like we surprised you with the blackness and shit like oh what's up niggas everybody's like what what is this <laughs> exactly <laughs> i wanted to listen to the bob and karen show what right is- i didn't know those were nigger names <laughs> yeah these negroes are talking about black lives matter what is going on <laughs> right um so how did you guys um like come up with the show originally like you know who like who's the person that's like yo i'm 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 gonna 
get all the equipment i'm gonna record this because i feel like that's how it typically goes and then you know you pick your friends you're gonna do it with and then boom so who, who decided all that uh i was probably the catalyst of it all um uh, i was just going through like i listened to podcasts um and i was just going through a tough time um had a lost job breakup uh, all the stuff like that so i was like i just needed an outlet to vent and rivers and i rivers was my barber and i always enjoyed uh the conversations he and i had and so i always thought he was an interesting person i said he has a strong opinion and people will enjoy his opinion uh toy was my best friend or is my best friend and then i always she was always there to just be like you know my shoulder so I was just like, you know what, let's just all just get together. We all sat around one day and was drinking and talking. I was like, this would be a funny-ass show. Mm-hmm. I said, I would listen to this. So we just kind of started working two and two together, and, and there we have it. But it all started from just me being, like, in the dumps mm-hmm. and kind of depressed and just needed uh, needed some way to vent. And then I think we did the show for about a year. And after that, I was like, I don't want to do the show no more. I'm like, I'm done venting. I'm done. Um, I got everything out of my system. Everything's getting better. But... At the same time, we started having a listener base, and my dog is barking in the background. <laughs> like, just hey. want to be on the mic, try to get, try to get his opinion in there. <laughs> You're like, hey, what about me? I was, I was here. <laughs> so uh, that's pretty much it. Tanisha is my sister, mm-hmm. and she just came in like she started off as a fill-in for Toya when Toya went on hiatus, mm-hmm. and then she just became a permanent fixture on the show. It was always fun, you know. It's it's fun to have a show that I can do with my sister. <laughs> I'll get my son, and it's just always everything going on at one time around here. <laughs> um, you know, Rivers does kind of talk like a barber, man. So, I mean, that makes a lot of sense that that's how you met, because, you know, barbershop conversations is a, a big part of staple of the black community it it is and it makes a difference and you said he was your barber so what did he fuck your hair up? he was like nah you can't do my hair no more nigga come on the show i'll talk to you he's still a barber he's still a barber uh he cuts mainly jay's hair now like my schedule is so weird that i, I don't really get to him i got a different barber i always had like one or two barbers they rivers and another guy and it's easier for me to get in the other guy's chair it's easier for jay to get in rivers chair so that's it come on so it, it it works out that way but every now and then rivers will come out and he's an excellent barber mm. and um tanisha how how do you feel like stepping into the show that's already established and trying to you know like make it your own i you know what it really wasn't a, a a huge issue i just came in and you know listening to their show you can already tell that they're a, a pack of fools so <laughs> it was very easy to just slip in and um just be me uh Toya, like you said, I, I filled in a lot for Toya when she wasn't around, and then it, it kind of worked out because they were always picking on Toya when she was here. So to have the, to, to even out the the playing field with Toya and I, and then Rivers and John made it a lot uh, easier on Toya. So um, you know, it, it just kind of stuck. And Tanisha comes from a broadcasting background. Mm, okay, got, got her. She got her little internet shows. Oh well, yeah. So we'll try. We'll try to piggyback off her little fame. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, <laughs> that's the her, real reason why he had you on. <laughs> yeah, you try to try to put her in the uh, title of the show and shit. Mm-hmm. You like the ink and real talk with Tanisha. What's going on, y'all? It's us. <laughs> exactly. So it, uh, it just all it worked out. And where y'all where do y'all record out of, man? Are y'all like out of South Carolina? No, no, we're in Houston. Houston, Houston. Okay, yeah. Houston. They got time zone. H town. Okay, so y'all up early for this, man. We mm-hmm. appreciate this, man. We do. 
Yeah, we we was uh, <laughs> we I had to get up at seven. Tanisha, I had to call Tanisha at eight. She like wake me up because I ain't gonna get up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I had a rough uh, Saturday night, so I'm really I'm banged up right now. Uh oh, and she's not presentable. I told y'all I have <laughs> my pajamas on. I have a hat on my head and uh, no makeup, so we're good. Hey, it's, it's early. I understand, man. I can relate to it. Um, you know, this shows we do it out our spare bedroom, so like. Getting ready for me is like, all right, I guess I'll put on some pants and uh, <laughs> walk, walk, get in this beats. other room and drink some coffee. Uh, but we had to do it at this time because, you know, we can't be interrupting with the football. We still oh, on no. the south. Yeah. No. Play no. fantasy football. No, thank you. Got to get this over with for the Panthers and the Eagles play because, you Woo-hoo! know, can't be, uh, can't be bullshitting out here. Who y'all guys uh, pull for in the NFL, man? Y'all, y'all Dallas or y'all down with Houston since y'all in Houston? I'm a hometown fan, uh, Houston. But um I'm gonna cheer for whoever is the sexiest in the uniform. So let me see. This year we're gonna cheer for we're gonna always cheer for the Texans. Mm-hmm. But then we're going to cheer for um we're gonna cheer for Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. We're going to cheer for Odell Beckham Jr. Yes. <laughs> we're gonna cheer for Kaepernick. Boo, but you know, yes. Not very well. I'm not, I don't care, but that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> See, you know what? You know what, though, Tanisha, like, uh, on the Kaepernick one, um, I feel like he fell off this year. And I'm not just talking about on the field. When he wasn't starting last week, he didn't have his helmet on, so they cut to him on the sideline. And he ain't had no edge up, man. I'm like, bro, you better keep your damn haircut tight, man. That's all you got now. <laughs> exactly. Well, you see, I, I named him closer to the end of mm-hmm. my list. You know, he ended up at the top. And if Odell does not do something with that hair of his, he's going to get <laughs> down to the bottom of the list, too. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can take Odell just for the fact that I know he's younger and, you know, kind of wild. And he be jumping his hair, be going with the wind. So, I, 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 you know, I can do. And he's on my uh, fantasy football team. So, I don't <laughs> care what his hair look like. So, I feel like the new wave of how to get your hair cut as a young black man is just like tighten up everything on the bottom do whatever you want to on the top you know like everybody's just like boom like like put some color in this shit like shape it up like mm-hmm. a, a crashing wave like right. uh they all natural dog they're talking about women look at these men going natural mm-hmm. <laughs> did, right. but did chris Webber start that <laughs> I don't know. Like Chris did have it back in the day yes, before he, he before he went professional and got on TV and shit and put on them suits and started getting that that little fro thing going. But yeah, you're right, man. He did back in the day have it just like yo, tighten it on the bottom, whatever you want to freestyle on the top, freestyle, <laughs> whatever you feel like doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's the new wave, man. Um, and oh yeah, no, ahead, I, I think for me, the problem I have with Kaepernick is that he broke the um black quarterback code oh yeah uh mm-hmm. by doing the superman thing and stunting and shit so he's been on my shit list yeah. um because i'm a carolina panthers fan i love cam newton and i don't care nothing about you beating us yeah but, it's the it's the molly cyrus effect yeah where it's like you know molly cyrus be taking pictures of her titties out now people be like i don't want to see them little titties and it's like people like it's halfway because people don't want to see her titties but it's really because people don't like what she be talking about all the time now. right so it's like if real if it was real life and molly just hadn't said no stupid shit People would be like, good for her getting them little titties out there, girl. <laughs> no, don't be, don't is, be body shaming her. Right. Yeah, that is good for you. But now it's like you put her titties on the timeline and everybody's like, ew, don't nobody want to see them titties. Get them titties out my face. It's like, well, they hate her. And I think that's what happened to Kaepernick. Like, black people turned on him 
after he flipped out on cam and did the superman in charlotte everybody was like oh so you ain't down brother and and now he been dealing with the karma of that shit for for two years now man he need to he need to ask for forgiveness get that bad juju off of him and he'll be back um <laughs> uh at any rate though man um let's let's get into uh some of the show stuff man first of all let me tell you guys where you can find uh the ink uh you can actually find these guys on itunes and stitch all you gotta mm-hmm. do is search the ink and it's spelled correctly guys in the english language i know y'all was listening to all these black people talk like oh so it's t-h-a ink or it's <laughs> dot D- slash yeah it's d-a ink i-n-c no it's the ink t-h-e space i-n-k you can look them up uh they also have twitter and instagram mm-hmm. liquor is my muse is uh john's soul of pimp c <laughs> <laughs> i like Rivers. that name this uh, like a rapper at toy underscore oda oda uh and at real talk with tanisha and of course <laughs> wait hold on hold on <laughs> tanisha has changed her twitter name oh really <laughs> Okay, oh. so this is the situation. <laughs> okay. so I always have a story behind something, and they're always getting on me. Um, but this time, I think I'm going to leave it. Okay. Seriously. I think this time, I have finally figured out what I want my brand to look like, and I'm going to brand this. I'm going to stop with my projects and just brand Tanisha. So everything now is Tanisha INC. Um, and okay. that's what it's going to say. So that way, the next time you hear an ink show, they will not be clowning me because I have changed it once again. Exactly <laughs> as it is. All right. So we got Tanisha INC. So scratch what I just said, guys. We got the INC. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, and then we got at the ink crew, uh, which is everybody. So, um, and of course, like I said, uh, you guys can catch them on iTunes and Stitcher and whatnot. Leave them five star reviews. Let them know you like the show. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always talking about, you know, they talk about a lot of the same shit we talk about. So if you like us, you should like them. Mm-hmm. Um, now it is, of course, day 333 that Bobby Schmurder has been in jail. So we, <laughs> we always want to start, start there. There's been a tragedy in France, which we talked about yesterday a little bit on the feedback show. So, you know, it's kind of starting on a somber note, but definitely want to let people know that we're thinking about them, mm-hmm. Bobby and France. And of course, the official weapon of the show is the taser, an unofficial sport. It's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And let's get this money with these podcast sponsors real quick. First of all, this show is brought to you by Bevel. The first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair, and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. You already got it tight on the bottom, and you're letting it grow any which way on the top. Well, get it tight on your face. Mm -hmm. Go to GetBevel.com today. Use code TBGWT. Get 20% off your first month at GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com. Also, we're brought to you by shadow dog productions we have a new audio play album out it's called sunspot and other ratchetness ratchetness for those who don't know how to spell it is r-a-t-c-h-e-t-n-e-s-s and it's out on itunes some of you have already bought it and they would love to get some five-star reviews of it mm-hmm. even hint, if, hint. right e- even if you hadn't bought it or thinking about buying it go leave a five-star review anyway. right even if you just like us go look it up and leave five stars mm-hmm. it contains nine hilarious audio plays <clears throat> and also check it out on itunes um or search itunes for our names right tomorrow and karen tomorrow and it'll come up leave those five-star reviews for it and let everybody know how much you love it because uh it's fun we had a fun time recording it and some of your faves are on there with us and uh we know how you love the faves yes lastly our last sponsor that's right triple sponsored Woo-hoo! 
Mm-hmm. Uh, let me find mm-hmm. some uh, good music for 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 this. Um, how about Tanisha what? Things? Uh, you know what, Tanisha? Um, no, not it was just a joke. I was, <laughs> I was about to say no. I was gonna call you bluff. Uh, here we go. <laughs> oh, that, that's what I felt. That never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that sweet, sexy-ass music. Uh, let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? Of course you're not getting enough. That's crazy. No one can ever have enough. I bet you love to get more, right? Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. First, they give you a sexy little surprise for her. Secondly, a second, a little specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something that they both can enjoy now i say you mix and match all right guys don't just don't just accept what they told you use those things all over the place plus you get six full length adult movies on dvd and number 10 free shipping on their entire order no gimmicks no games what you got to do to get this it's easy just go to adamandeve.com select any one item it could be an adventurous new toy you know something with the lights and the sparkles and like seven different levels of pleasure on it who knows you know what i'm saying the world is your oyster sexy piece of lingerie you know what i mean get those crotchless panties you know i'm really into the thigh high socks right now that's what i'm that's, <laughs> that's the game like, try to get those for your girl um or anything you desire it's up to you guys just enter offer code tbgwt at checkout and you'll get 10 free gifts go check out adamandeve.com today select one item and get 10 free gifts including free shipping when you enter offer code tbgwt that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com play me out ray j and lil wayne it's weird it's weird listening to lil wayne rap about sex because it's like people be wanting to have sex with him oh uh, 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 <laughs> he got the kids to prove it I you you're right you're right so um, somebody is do y'all watch uh love and hip-hop hollywood or are y'all too good for it it's okay if you are i i don't I, I, <clears throat> no <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'll be honest i've seen it i don't watch it regularly you know sometimes you'll turn and and or somebody will say something on social media and you're like what are they talking about so you'll turn it on i have seen certain pieces and episodes but i don't i'm not a regular watcher all right okay. well I, I watch it every week and ray j was so happy to have lil wayne on his tv show in that video it was it was adorable like he was just like look i know actual real hip-hop people guys he should have been excited what do he should be <laughs> yeah <laughs> come on now lil wayne returned my phone call y'all um all right man we got all kinds of news to get into today there's all kinds of crazy shit happening uh so you know we'll just start at it um and uh i like this article and uh you know i'm kind of glad that we have karen and tanisha on the show we got uh some black women's here um vulture.com had an article uh and it was about aziz ansari's new uh tv series master of none Mm -hmm. but it was really about hollywood in general right see i I haven't seen master of none yet i know it's on netflix and i hear it's very funny i'll I'll get into it soon but um 
that basically the question was how come when it comes to love on tv shows women of color don't get to get those those roles it says when it comes to falling in love where are all the people of color on tv um so basically like even when shows diversify and they're like we want to get more uh people of color on the show they often put them in the friendship role or even if the main character is a person who of color often the people they date are not people of color right um and it was just an interesting um interesting article they mentioned that there are some rare exceptions um uh, fresh off the boat yes uh empire and blackish of course are you know like where the leads are of color and date people of color mm-hmm. but they were like you know every in almost every other relationship you can just every other show you can mention the interracial relationships where they they has to have one white person in it or or else it's just you don't get it you know on the show um so i was you know i was just wondering like and then of course you know obviously the effect it has on people because i do feel like representation matters so mm-hmm. it's like if i don't see myself in being valued in these places what does that make me think about myself and my place in this world you know um so and now i did notice the article didn't count certain shows like i didn't see her counting anything from like bet or whatnot yeah like being mary jane like shows yeah. that everybody's black yeah or, or close to everybody's black you know which a lot of black people gravitate towards these days like they right. watch you know like i feel like that's the new thing is like a lot of black people are just starting to watch shit where they feel fed now where we're like well i don't want to watch a show where you know it's a bunch of white people in love all the time like let mm-hmm. me just move on i'd rather watch being mary jane and 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 get and get satisfied there than then go give my money to abc um mm-hmm. or whatever um anyway man i was just kind of wondering what y'all general thoughts was on that uh karen do you did you notice this do you think about this or is it just is it a non-issue for you oh yeah it's it's something that you notice all the time uh particularly uh when you're in the minority a lot of times you you look at things you observe things and you know being a woman you especially particularly a woman of color no matter what color you are mm-hmm. you do understand that a lot of shit rotates around a white woman's world and a lot of times anything uh in america quote unquote uh revolves around her so you know uh for me i think it is more frustrating as a black woman when black women do get these leads regardless of what their lead roles are my problem is that when we do get these leads we are unnecessarily criticized and we're put to a ridiculous fucking standard you can have a white woman play a damsel in distress play a role where she doesn't know what's happening what's going on you can she, you can have her you can have her uh cheat on her husband you can have her have all these crazy diverse roles which is real life now but you can have her have all these crazy diverse roles but the second a black woman or woman of color getting any of these roles that are not quote-unquote clean cut they're not character development or anything like that you can't see her sad you can't see her angry you can't see her diversify you can't see her go through range of emotions i have a problem with people just unfairly criticizing black women leads of color when you allow white women to do it and and then you don't get the same outrage you don't get the same uh uh uh, visceral across social media because you don't expect the white woman to be perfect why do you expect the black woman to be perfect or the brown woman to be perfect Mm. uh what about you uh tanisha 
Well, you know, piggybacking off of what, what Karen was speaking on, you know, when, when Scandal first came out, uh, Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder, you know, we had a lot of conversations about, um, you know, the, these are two prominent, uh, leading ladies in lead roles of color. Um, but one has, well, they both were, one has what? Scandal has the, uh, she's the mistress. To the president. Then, yeah. Yeah, to the president and then to the white man and then the, <laughs> <laughs> how to get away with murder. She was married to one. <clears throat> she eventually killed him, but she right. was married to one. Um, and you know, a lot of people had, I guess, bigger expectations mm-hmm. of Shonda Rhimes in the beginning. Um, I don't know. I guess it's just, uh, it's, it's kind of, uh, I don't know. I look at it in, in all honesty. I, I, I listen to a lot of viewpoints on this. I really look at it as, as truly what it is. And for me, it's just entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, you do, you do hope that the Shonda Rhimes of the world and the Mara Brock Akeels would, would give us, you know, Mara gave us, what was it? The, the girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And the so I mean you know I I think that it is it is progressing mm-hmm. um it's it's progressing at probably a slower rate than we would like but hopefully slowly but surely we will get there um and, and hopefully I'm waiting I'm crossing my fingers that Shonda will give us something with an all black cast I don't necessarily see that happening but I, I do have a hope I'm keeping mm-hmm. hope alive yeah I, yeah it's kind of weird because like I think um uh like with black as black people sometimes we're the most uh restrictive on ourselves mm-hmm. like like especially our creators because when like it's hard to create anything that's gonna make everybody happy right you know what i mean like if if i make a show where it's um everybody all the black people are perfect then it's like well it's a boring ass show i don't want to watch this uppity ass blah 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 but then if i make a show where all the black people are flawed then it's like you making a merit black america look bad brother it's like you know like there's no in between and i really feel like the solution to a lot of this is black creators honestly uh and specifically black women creators for um some of the issues that black women feel um uh on the uh you know on representation like it's just gonna have to be black women and not just shonda but a lot of them um right. and then the other thing is we need um more like we need more diversity like it can't like the solution is always like if we just depend on one person it's always gonna come up short like mm-hmm. there's no way tyler perry can represent all the types of blackness Mm-mm. so then when he puts out a movie and say 30 percent of black people go oh yeah i like that 70 percent are going yo fuck tyler perry he didn't that ain't how black people act not that ain't me you know and it's like man that's a lot of pressure for any black creator to 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 feel with their product you know um, another thing the article went on to mention was and i have noticed this too the main character will date like white women white people in general but then they sprinkle in the black women on like the love interest of my best friend you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so like okay we got a black woman on the show and i guess what's kind of sad about it is you know uh, a season zari is a person that speaks about diversity all over the place like uh he just was on the colbert show talking about diversity and you know that's kind of been his pitch for his series like look this is what diversity looks like but it's like yo your character only dates white women you know what i mean um mindy kaling like 
your character only dates white dudes like you make jokes about dating black men but you don't date black men on the screen it's always a white dude so it's kind of like lip service to diversity but it's not true diversity you know yeah and 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 i think for me um when it comes to it just being a black woman you want to see yourself represented in a lot of ways and i think with uh social media and when it comes to black women particularly on tv and and this is not to get off topic but this is to kind of incorporate kind of on a larger scale i've realized that a lot of people hate black women and they hate to see black women on screen and they hate black women prospering and they hate black women that are not in the quote unquote good roles. And a lot of times, especially when scandal or how to get away with murder or these other things come up, I mean, you talk about this, how a lot of black men just, just roll on the timeline and just act very fucking ignorant. Um, but it's just one of those things where anything that black women quote unquote in, in the collective enjoy, a lot of men hate. Mm-hmm. And that also plays, uh, you know, plays a role into this also. And I think that for me, uh, personally, uh, there does need to be more diversity because we always know that they get the one black and then they shut the door. Nobody else black can get in here. We got Shauna. That's it. We give her all the shows <laughs> versus there's other people out here that can probably, I, I mean, I'm not saying she's a bad writer. Right. They can write better than she can, have more diverse characters than she does. But I don't even know about better, just different. Right, right. Give, give you know a different I mean? perspective and yeah. everything, but they don't even get the fucking chance. And that's the part that makes people mad. Same thing with Tyler Perry. You got him in the door and you close the door. And it's just one of those things where, in my personal opinion, I think that the internet was, in my opinion, is the biggest fear of white media across the board because the internet allows us to talk to us us to have shows for us us to go after us because there are a lot of people that quote-unquote won't make it on uh quote-unquote standard television but have fucking millions of views online but there's an audience out there and it's like the 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 big networks just miss the miss the internet like the internet just don't fucking exist john what you think about it uh and i was just looking at tanisha like i i See what y'all have to understand is you making John think right now. John has to. Um, John has to. He's used to the. Um, he, he's used to acting a fool on uh, on the ink. So now you are actually making him think. I really do appreciate this. Y'all can see his face over here. You would be uh, extremely amused. So go right ahead. Let let me give him the floor. I don't watch much TV, but I, I understand what what you guys are saying. Um, yeah. Like I've seen shows like like is with the. God damn it, dog. <laughs> the two shows that I do watch, uh, like The Flash, The Walk, like The Flash, for instance. They got the one, they got the black main character, they got the black, uh, daughter. Yes. Uh, she's with the white dudes. I'm like, you know, I'm like, where's the black guy for, the, for her? I'm like, and right. I'm, and I'm just, I'm checking her out the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it's, it's me, I just don't watch a lot of TV. It's, but I do understand the, the dynamic of, you know, we need to have more diversity on the TV. We need to have more black people with black people. And it's like, I stopped watching uh, black movies, black shows, like, I don't say stop black, black shows, but black uh-huh. movies in particular, it's just, it's too much just buffoonery and shit mm. all the time. And the shows that are actually somewhat decent, mm-hmm. they just don't appeal. I mean, it just, they don't appeal to me. It's like, they're not for me. Um, 
well you know it's interesting like even on the cw shows like the flash and um arrow um diggle's wife is white um you know iris's love interests are white um it's kind of the same thing that the article's talking about where it's like you one of them one of us like it can't be oh this is just two black people in love and the audience i think a lot of times because you know i'm a bit cynical um you know creating media for a living i think you kind of get in this um phase where you can you can't help but see like what kind of creative choices are made cynically like to keep an audience Mm -hmm. and my thing is that it seems like people that create stuff are constantly worried about white people and yes they are the fear is if i don't put a white person in this romance white people won't care and white people won't watch so it's like we can have a black woman on the show and we can have her fall in love but she need to fall in love with white people because don't nobody want to see two black people loving each other unless it's like a sitcom like blackish or something like that you know like at least that's the cynical part of me you know that i mean i would hope that it's not that that way but i don't know because i've never been in those writing rooms but it it feels that way to me yeah it it is it wouldn't surprise me because just uh television and television in general when it first started was never catered to us unless it was some uh bojangling or some shit like that like other than that but what's funny though is i don't even think it's about writing race so much like with this like honestly you could just write two characters however you feel like writing them and then you just cast a black person you know what i mean like it's not even on some like yo this like it's not like yo diggle's (laughs) wife is so white like yo it's a big part of the storyline he couldn't make that like if his wife was black it will fuck up the whole show like nobody's thinking that but somebody is for them to do that right but it must be somebody thinking that right because that's how it always ends um but it's like i don't know what more black people have to do to convince hollywood that our dollars and our attention spends because when you look at the biggest movies this year the biggest quote-unquote surprises at the box office Mm -hmm. I mean, you got straight out of Compton dominating the motherfucking theater. Yeah, I, and, and for me, I'm tired of them going fucking surprises. These right. are not goddamn surprises. It's one of those things where you don't cater to us. You don't cater to us at all. And then when you have a movie that everybody goes watching, you go, oh, these black people go to the theaters too. Yes, just like we're going to go support Star Wars, just like we're going to go support Star Trek, right. just like we're going to go support Mission Impossible. We spend these monies too, just like we um support all uh a lot of other black movies but the thing about black movies that really trip you out you get 10 years between them you'll uh-huh. get a movie it'll do well you won't hear shit about it for another five years you get these terrible ass romantic comedies you got the next one out six months later you were like that was some bullshit the first one this some bullshit too but you get it quicker why yeah. because they're not black well, and it's started, not fair well, like we got uh the perfect guy this year which i don't think is a great movie by any means but it made all the fucking money right because black people were like oh black shit oh i'm so starved of blackness i'm gonna go eat this black shit up and then you just show up at the theater give them your ten dollars and then the next week you know they're in the paper it's like a surprise uh success another black movie dominates the box office this is the third week in a row it's like yeah or are you still not counting black dollars as dollars and it's fucking 2015 um and i think that's what's happening on a lower level with some of these tv shows right they don't count black people's eyes as 
eyes that they should cater to right and and i think for me too the funny thing about it is that you have like that movie do well then you put out some fucking gem and a holograms that made two million dollars y'all had to fucking take it at the box office because nobody wants to see that bullshit yeah you rather you rather take your chance in that than to give a, another best man yeah i actually saw um i don't know if y'all been seeing that poster for the egypt like movie or some shit they're doing gods of egypt i believe and mm-hmm. um yeah yes yeah, it's, it's all white people again but i think i think um one final point i guess for yes. me is if i i at, at the point that we stop waiting for everyone to acknowledge us mm-hmm. is when we're actually going to make a difference if right. we can collectively and i guess maybe that is our, the, our biggest problem if we can collectively get together and put our own shit out and, and get together and make us one really good. I mean, I don't. I'm not really sure what Tyler Perry is doing, but if we could get one good film company, if we can have our own uh, Sony or whatever the case may be, where we can filter our own information out as we see fit. If we could collectively get together and make this happen, we wouldn't be waiting for someone to acknowledge us and give us, you know, the scraps off of the table. And I think that that's a major problem in and of itself. So yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think. I think it's a twofold thing like on the one hand I I definitely agree and and I mean obviously we created our podcast out of that mindset right like what the fuck we got to wait for somebody else to do it we should do it right um so I do agree with you there the only thing is I still think that like we have to push for it in both spaces like we have to push for our own shit to be excellent and for our own stories to be told by us and then we also have to push for mainstream media and mainstream shows to be better about representing us and to have include us more um because that like that matters too i don't want to leave that battlefield um because it's not good enough and we can win there and we can get more um and i feel like uh even though people come down hard on black people who create things um from from all sides i'm i'm happy and i'm proud that there's a shonda rhymes you know i'm i'm happy and i'm proud that we got uh that we got blackish you know i'm happy like i'm like i'm happy and proud of those people because they were able to not just break the mold but produce excellence and they prove people wrong they prove that white people watch black shit if it's well done and it doesn't fucking matter what you think like same thing with empire white people who watch that shit like (laughs) you know as much as people go oh i don't like the way it represents this that, and the other it's like yeah but guess what that shows on the same time blackish is if you really don't like them niggas over there go watch them niggas over there because it's like you have choices and that to me that's always the solution is more choices uh for other stuff but but as uh tanisha said uh i'm still also pushing for people to go watch stuff like uh, if you're not satisfied with this go watch being mary jane like go go support um you know uh artists on the internet you know we we po- we promote people that uh come on here all the time you know reagan gomez has a uh you know her series is out mm-hmm. on the a web series it's like excellent there's a reason that these things make it to tv and whatnot and it's because people support them at the ground and then they can't uh they can't ignore it anymore even um awkward black girl that's getting uh hbo is giving it's a um a series she's been doing that for years yeah i say giving but obviously it's not giving she Mm-mm. she fucking earned it but i'm just saying like 
it takes years for this stuff to work but that's black people supporting her like that's that's black power right there that's black dollars that's black eyes that are creating that so um you know i I think that's important but and before we move on something to piggyback on something else tanisha said was this the 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 funny thing about it is that i i agree with you we're not a monolith and you can't get us to all kind of agree on the same thing but the funny thing is that bet is out there and you know how many black people shit constantly shit on bet and bet is like we are here to serve the black community we've been here for a very long time and you constantly get black people to talk about it criticize it talk about how bad it is bet has revamped itself it is not the same thing it was back when we were children and it's funny how people talk like that but yet they got shows out there that they won't go and support because they automatically assume that it's terrible black some black people don't even give give shows like being maybe jane a try because they automatically assume the channel that comes on is gonna be a bunch of bullshit and it's not so all the time and it's one of those things where we have got to just like we expect hollywood to diversify we got to diversify too and i think sometimes when it comes to the um supporting black shit uh it's a division because i support black shit but i don't support bad black shit and i think that some people get to the point where they go well it's black you automatically got to support it and that's not true if it's not good it's not good just like if i watch something white and it's not good i won't support that bullshit either yeah all right all right that was a good starter Mm, i like that i'm the quiet person here (laughs) well speaking of people being quiet did you guys know that there's a new study out that says quitting facebook won't make you any happier oh word that's right so come back nick jew if you're out there listening another (laughs) another study is proclaiming that facebook is bad for you this time is from the happiness research institute in denmark supposedly the happiest country on earth which claims that people who were randomly assigned to give up facebook reported feeling happier less stressed and less lonely than they did before the study but there's just one problem that study is not particularly scientific while the happiness institute did a good job recruiting a relatively large size of participants in total a little over a thousand the researchers methods were pretty flawed it's unclear how they recruited the participants but given the large number it may be reasonable to assume they found them online perhaps through ads placed on facebook itself but they don't really know it's also not clear if they were told what the purpose of the study was but if a place called the happiness institute asks you to give up facebook then you're probably going to assume that you they're trying to relate facebook to happiness in some way and given the never ending stream of articles about how facebook is making you depressed and anxious the people who are told to give up facebook may have assumed it might make them happier that's why the fact that the study was only a week long makes it totally scientifically useless Oh, it was only a week right there, there was there was no longevity and and it's difference between you saying hey give it up versus you came up to your own conclusion where you're like man fuck facebook yeah that's a good thing yeah because you because if you're to the point where you are opting to leave on your own accord you might you yeah you're like yeah i'm happy because i want to leave yeah mm. and, uh, come back on screen baby oh i'm off screen okay mm-hmm. let, me, <laughs> let me refresh real quick mm. that happens from time to time we i gotta remember to reset our internet router after we uh get off of this thing i keep yeah. saying i'm gonna do it and i keep forgetting Precast is like Mm-mm. all right i'm back uh so yeah it says um um uh, yeah so a week is pretty short they said also um they said the changes in happiness and other measures weren't that mind-blowing According to the group, 81% of people in the control group felt happy compared to 88% of the people who gave up Facebook. So it was like 7% difference, difference. if if at all. And it wasn't that 
they said these people were sad and then they turned happy right it's just a seven percent difference all right well anyway that's the study guys don't don't worry about facebook it's that's not what's making you sad Mm-mm. okay it's, it's the other real life shit yeah it's, it's it's all the shit that's going on in the world yeah some shit that probably never get posted on facebook i went dark on social media a little while ago and i i, I won't say i'm happier or sadder it's just i got busy um mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't i mean i don't uh, one it lasted a week can that even be considered an actual study yeah i know right <laughs> are you sad uh i mean it's been five days i guess i'm okay all right study work <laughs> wrap up everybody put your shit up we out a cold lasts longer than that yeah facebook always seemed like this just i know tanisha is big on facebook it's facebook has just been like this weird little community to me and i i've just i've, never, I've been more of a twitter person than i am a facebook person because i think I've, all the people i know on facebook are kind of special in a way Excuse me, what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> now, what does that mean they full of drama <laughs> good lord dog here shit john's dog is on facebook right now guys he doesn't appreciate this um, create my create domino a goddamn facebook page maybe it'll be happier <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's facebook is just weird i mean i, I like i went on <laughs> social media and the first question i got was is John in jail? And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> like, people start asking Rivers and Toya. I start seeing the tweets. And they'll tweet the ink and they'll tweet Rivers. They'll tweet Toya. They'll tag me in. Like, is John in jail? I'm like, what the fuck is I guess if you log off long enough, uh, you get to find out what people really think, think about, about you. Yes. You know, it's like, I always knew that nigga was a criminal. <laughs> yeah, jail, ain't he? But, uh, for me, it's just I haven't had much to say. It's just well, I just haven't felt like the need to be on or uh, discuss things. It's like uh, like I'm so busy. I ain't gonna say I'm so busy with my life and so busy with work and things, but I just don't have the time to sit up and entertain the thoughts of other people. Mm. But it fa- getting off Facebook didn't make me happier or sadder. It just was a. It wasn't even a, a relief. It was just like all right, I can go away. <clears throat> I can go away from social media for a while and say fuck it. Yeah, one of the and things one of the things I like about Twitter is that you have 140 characters to wrap that shit up. Ain't that the truth? You know what I mean? Like that's what Facebook is missing is just the ability to have like a wrap it up button where it's like, all right, nigga, I I, I got it the first paragraph, but these other seven is just too much. That's just extra reading. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> like, can't you just disagree with me in like 140 characters and then we can move <laughs> right. on? And Instagram even worse. Instagram was like, we ain't even gonna put no limits on what the hell you got to say underneath this picture. Yeah, I only go on Facebook when I really like, when I'm like, all right, I have the time today. I'm gonna be patient because, but you know, the thing is, neither one of those make me sad or happy or anything. I feel like that's a, come from inside thing like yes, it does you either have that in you or you don't and I, maybe they exacerbate however you feel but i don't think they actually create that emotion in me like i don't i don't go on facebook and be like i was having a good day but then <laughs> i went on facebook and i saw somebody's dog died man and now the whole world is terrible <laughs> what's the addiction to social media it, it, it's it's kind of like the new drug. Uh, social media is the new. Oh, oh I, 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 it's hard to describe, but yeah, I, I, I can tell I, you. People who are just addicted to telling people what they're doing. It's like mm. I, I'm like nobody. I, like me and Rivers, the last show we did, we 
we said we was going to create the soul, mo- the soul movement. Mm-hmm. Like, just start putting soul in everybody's status. Just to see how people react to this shit. Oh, man. Like, um, like I'm having a good day. And we're just going to respond so and we I'm lost- blocking. I'm blocking you and that river <laughs> yeah. of my social media. Don't come on my page with that bullshit talking about soul. Yeah. Soul. It, it's, just, it's just a thing. It's like, look, y'all get out and look at the sun. Motherfuckers, it, you know, it, you know, it's right outside. It's nice weather right now. Well, you know what's funny is that um if they do go out and look at the sun, then I got to post a selfie in the sun so y'all can know I was out there. It's, it's, right. I mean, it's a lot of pressure out mm-hmm. here. You know, the people expect a lot from me. And I was just about to say that now you got to post a picture of you in the sun, like enjoying a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep, because I get to be my own celebrity. And I think that's the thing about social media. Social media make people that otherwise would never get noticed become their own celebrity, their own paparazzi. They have their own quote-unquote fan base and i think that a lot of people are addicted to that i think it was always this way by the way like, oh yeah people have always think, been like this well i think back in like the, the 1600s there was some guy being like dearest delilah today is a morn unlike any other you know and writing his letter to his feet to his peeps you know what i mean like people have always wanted to document their lives it's just now we can document our lives and you know anybody can see it but i think if you tell if if in in 1865 if there was some soldier that was writing a letter and he was we were like you know what you can actually send this letter to everybody instead of just your girl they would do that they'd be like oh yes let everyone know about this shit you know so i don't think it's any um any difference you know but uh, I, i think it needs to be a balance though yeah, but what is the who's to say? Yeah, I don't and, know. And, and everybody, I don't has know your life. Per, yeah, everybody has their own personal balance. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I don't know your life. Like I don't like I don't even get off on judging people on the shit one mm-hmm. way or the other because it's like, you know, for some like for example, I have so many tweets, mm-hmm. but if it wasn't for Twitter, we wouldn't be making a living off this podcast. Ain't that the truth? You know what I'm saying? So it's like catch twenty two. If I tweeted less, I'd be less you know able to make a living. Like. Um, yeah, so social, it, it's, it's, it's you know, like I don't want to, yeah, but it's the balance part of it all, right? Right, like I think the assumption is that we assume anybody doing more than us don't have a life, you know and, what I mean? It's like, oh, you do it always true. See, I tweet 17 times a day, and that's the perfect balance. <laughs> if you tweet eight, 18 times a day, nigga, you beat your wife. I saw it I, 18 <laughs> times a day, man. You that's don't see, too you, much. you can't see your kids tweeting 18 times a day, that's crazy you know so i think that's how we feel because we have our own personal lives and our right. personal balance but i don't know that person's life you know anyway. but they will they will share it with you and that's the sad that's part of it all it's like um but you know it, it depends because it's one of those things where to me i'm not even gonna lie it's sometimes i go on social media and i do understand your perspective you like why and then sometimes i go on social media and it's the funnest shit ever so yeah. you know like you say it's it's just that you know just that and you got some people they just don't care i'm i'm just have to be that person who has a balance some shit i care about some shit i don't yeah yeah and like last night like and like i said i went dark on social media but i had to log on last night for the run to rosie loss oh yes it was so good like i like stuff like that i would definitely get on social media i'm like i gotta see the reactions i gotta join yeah. in but then there's other times i'm like eh, I, I don't feel like talking about uh this here subject uh you know yeah. do, you know it, it it's always a it, to me it always feel like a repeat 
a repeat of uh it's like an old like an old sitcom like on social it, media it's like we're talking about the same things over and over uh who eats ass uh two hundred dollar dates or what is it two thousand dollar dates now uh, <laughs> it's, it's, always, it's just a repeat of, it's just a constant repeat of the same episode i mean of a uh, different re- uh different sitcoms and i, I like i enjoy it for a moment but i like to like i'll get on now for big events like last night which to me was the was something I had to get on and see, and now I'm like, ah, this is fun. Now I'm like, all right, now I'm dark again. I'm not in jail, guys. I'm just, <laughs> just kind of. But we noticed, we noticed that you did not hop on social media and change all of your profile pictures to the, uh, to the the French flag. What, what, oh yeah, that? that's a big measuring stick now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Is, is that a big thing? I mean, all right, I saw, this. <laughs> I saw this, and I saw the outrage of people. Why do people get mad at other people for jumping on? I mean, well, I ain't gonna say bandwagon hopping, but even just jumping on a cause. Like when people did the rainbows, people did, you know, did the 90 people doing the French flag. Um, and for the record, I was just being facetious. I, I, it was I thought you had a post. Um, you was, y'all, y'all nah, not, you know what's funny? Say. I think people notice the hypocrisy of a lot of shit. Yeah, and they do. They can't help but notice it, but I like I I've just been holding back on a lot of commentary because people are grieving. It's a real tragedy. People lost lives, but I I feel sickened by the people who are using it only to take shots at people. Mm-hmm. Like there were people that were using that tragedy to take shots at the students who protested at Missouri. Right, being like this is what real tragedy looks like, and then there were people that were doing stuff like if the french people had guns you know they wouldn't have been dead like they would have you know figured it would have turned to the fucking okay corral right um and then there's the um you know the well what about this tragedy that happened a while ago and it wasn't as much outrage then uh over this tragedy and you know why didn't facebook let you people check in for this tragedy but they let people check in for this tragedy and it all just feels so cynically bad like it just feels like people don't even have any empathy or humanity to even let an amount of time pass before they want to pass out the baton like today somebody was already doing the um black people didn't care about um when uh when when those when that black school got shot up uh uh earlier this year and and a hundred and some people died and i was like wait a minute i remember on social media people being mad because they were like why are y'all passing out pictures of dead black kids i know i was i didn't want to see that yes right i remember people being like it was so it was happening so much they were getting mad i also remember the only people i heard talking about it were black people like come on black, now black podcasts are talking about it black uh people were writing about it black websites had features on it um even the mainstream media covered it but they didn't cover it the way they're covering this obviously come on now but i saw someone today that was blaming black people for that and i was like how's that black people's fault like the black like black people can't make cnn do shit like Mm-mm. they can try but <clears throat> end of the day cnn just be like yeah we only gonna put 20 minutes of that and then we're gonna cover this french thing 24 7 and it's, and it's like why do we rush to blame each other in, in something like that when we don't have the control and in moments like that is when i feel like uh like john where it's like oh man this social media shit is is bad that people are even like this would be a perfect time for everybody to kind of sit back 
and and maybe suck in the totality of this and then come back with their thoughts more composed but when you're just busting thoughts out left and right some of this shit looks real callous and cold to just be like mm-hmm. you know i'm sorry yo i'm sorry yo aunt got shot last night but listen what about ray ray from 2003 it's like what nigga like it, that's <laughs> that's very insensitive right now yes, like you could is. you couldn't wait a couple days like and, nothing and, and and i guess the biggest thing biggest <clears throat> issue that i have with a lot of uh sometimes with tragedies happen people that act like you can't be mad at two and three and four and five and six things at the same yeah. fucking time why do we have to do this topic or nothing yeah. i could be mad about this and mad about the way the true children not treated and mad about trayvon martin and mad about um uh right but for some on and on and on but for some reason people act like if you ain't talking about the quote-unquote topic of the hour that you're 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 being insensitive well it's just that we we beat the drum so much it's like uh are we it it, it's it's coming to a point like no matter what we do it's like i hope it's like a lost cause right I, i i feel like you know i can i can tweak this i can i can i can put all these messages out there on social media i can retweet people who are trying to put positive messages but at the same time it's not getting to nobody but us it's not getting mm. to everybody the people that needs to be paying attention to it aren't right and the people who are paying attention to it have no power to do anything mm. um oh, i ain't gonna say have no power to do anything but it's just like we're just a small minority as far as what we can do to make changes the people who can make changes are ignoring us and so it's like we you know yeah we can the black lives matter is a is a powerful movement but at the same time they lay, they're putting us in the same category as the the troublemakers they <laughs> what the fuck I'm making a good point <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what like um like i was watching the debates last night be speaking of which a debate on a saturday night really yeah they need to stop that bullshit. what is going like i don't know who's making the schedule for the democratic debates but um hillary ain't never gonna lose as long as they always at a time that nobody watching tv Come um, on. but <laughs> like i know bernie be mad be like i won the debate but ain't nobody see it you shit come, come back on oh i gotta refresh all right give me one second let me yeah uh, you went away yeah it, it happens <laughs> one person show over here i know man um uh, take full story. advantage of a girl hey. <laughs> but but yeah like with the debates last night um like we like we had um like even with the prominence of black lives matter and how much it's becoming um you know a bunch like how it's becoming a prominent issue in america and like campaigns are now having to have answers to the questions that are being asked last night one question one question you know what i mean yeah, like big- like even with that and i was and i was saying and i don't know how feasible this is but we're never gonna be fed in the mainstream media so like mm-hmm. as long as cbs is asking the questions to basically a room that if you look at the audience it's a sea full of white folks if you look at the stage it's a sea full of white folks if you look at the people asking the questions it's a sea full of white folks and we're never gonna get the nuanced discussion of race in america from these candidates because they don't have to have that discussion and they don't have to navigate those lanes in order to live no matter what happens after this i feel like in my lifetime there's never gonna be a president 
who spoke as well on race as president obama because he had to live it so even when you disagree with him you're disagreeing with somebody who has a lived experience dealing with racism as a as opposed to white people who are basically living in theory like it's just very much like yes textbook yeah like like it's very much like an applause line like black i believe black lives matter and then they pause like huh <laughs> am i right guys who who's out here who who wants to clap you in the upper up in the upstands what's up y'all i know y'all hear me but it's like we're gonna need stuff like um we would need like bt to have a debate forum like we would need that in order to get our questions asked um and it doesn't even matter how they answer the 30 seconds that they get to talk about black people being killed by the cops because at the end of the day the fucking answer can't be summed up in 30 seconds there's no there's no satisfactory answer to what's going on with black people in america that can be happen in 30 seconds i'm sorry unless you're gonna use cuss words it's impossible <laughs> so so it's like i saw pe- people were getting mad at me people people were getting mad at me because i was like yeah well you know um hillary did a good job bringing up the names of the people that got killed and shit um so she pretty much is gonna end up winning this shit and people are like well what i mean can you really say that what about her policies and this i was like look i know what you're saying but in the in of the three answers i heard the one of if one of them is from the nigga from baltimore come on now that's not even we're not even considering his shit right and then <laughs> the, the other you know bernie goes to the economy like he always does which is you know a very valid response but then she starts naming names and i was like she gonna win just because she said some people names it's like it's a better answer because it that's it familiarizes people with the tragedies that happen and it makes it seem like she's familiar with it you can go and be mad about it but if you thought any of those answers were good when it comes to like why black people keep getting killed by the police then i got then you need to follow some better people on twitter and read some better blogs and listen to some better podcasts and all that shit because there's no fucking 30 second answer that can fix that true and something i want to kind of piggyback on something that john was talking about when he before when he was talking about beating the drums one thing about um i guess the, about beating the drums we live in an era where even though to us it might not seem like beating those drums matter yeah. but people have been beating those drums for years have been fucking ignored but when social media came out even if you wanted to ignore it guess what now you can't ignore it and if it wasn't for social media and all that shit people the, the black Lives matter movement wouldn't even have gotten to the point that it got to today so uh, so i feel like sometimes even though it feels like a fruitless battle the problem is if somebody if everybody stops beating that's going to be the problem if everybody just walks away and be like fuck it that's the problem you always need somebody beating that drum and the thing about a beating drum people always hear it people up close people are far off people always hear it and sometimes the the quote-unquote changes that we and expectations that we have may not happen instantly and it may not happen in our lifetime but i am the type of person where i believe that the change is going to happen because the thing about slavery and all that shit that shit took years years it's ingrained in our culture so it's going to take years to change and i think that with the generation of of children now they don't have a lot of the hang-ups that our generation had we don't want to admit that but our generation has a lot of hang-ups about social about sexuality about 
a lot of shit that this generation now would go oh yeah uh they transsexual ain't nothing wrong with that oh yeah they gay ain't nothing wrong with that oh yeah that's their girlfriend ain't nothing wrong with that you know versus it's a lot of adults now that will flip a fucking fool you know so i think that as the as the generations change and as old folks like us quote unquote you know uh die off and some of us are evolving and some of us are more accepting because the person i am now i'm not that same person 10 years ago you lgbtq i didn't know what the fuck that was so you know it 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 causes people to grow and it causes people to evolve and i think for me social media i can truly say has caused me to read and see people's personal experiences because the thing about social media that that people take for granted too social media is personal so people can take their personal experiences and go out on social media and find other people that have had these same personal experiences and can find a safe space a space that they've never found before you have people all across the country and literally all across the world that are black they can come on Twitter and have an experience because they go, oh, I found my place. I found somewhere where I can talk about the racism and not think I'm fucking crazy. Where I can talk about the sexism. Where I can bring these things up and somebody can say, well, I've had that same experience too. And also, it gives people a place, in my opinion, to find the network. Because a lot of times, these networks have been out there, but nobody knew these networks existed because you almost felt alone. So it also gives people to go, hey, um, you don't know, but it's, 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 here's a website. If you log on and type in the name of your city, it will tell you to stop the violence around you if you want to get involved. Like, you know, and like I say, it's, it's a catch 22. I completely understand what you're saying, but I think, uh, people can not, I think sometimes people underestimate the power of social media because social media has caused national people to look when they otherwise wouldn't looking. And the thing also about social media, and I've learned, especially when it comes to black folks, the same people that fucking criticize us look on quote unquote black Twitter and get the goddamn news from us too. So who needs who in this situation? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that too. If you don't talk about something, then all of a sudden you it's where were you? right yeah. like it's a thank it's such a thankless thing like it's what it's the reason i don't i don't run to that like when people try to be like you're an activist rod and you bring up so many social issues and political issues i wouldn't think i'm like don't call me that because the second that i forget something it's always a nigga like oh so i noticed this week y'all didn't talk about blah blah i'm like what the fuck nigga <laughs> Like it's only so many hours in the goddamn day, man. And nobody and no and nobody and nobody can do it all. But I I do understand your like your you figured it out. Like that's the other thing, nigga. You figured it out without me, so you heard about it somehow. So what the fuck would be the point of me bringing it up at this point? Like I don't know. Anyway, um, they want your opinion. You're right. They want, they want to hear your voice. They want to see. They um they want you to tell them what to think. You know what's funny though, John? I would that would be okay if it wasn't that they brought it up to say i that i don't care you know what i'm saying like it would be different if they said yo what do you think about this which i'm i'm fine with shit happens all the time like that with hey man did y'all talk about this yet yep we did this show you know check it out or no not yet but we get into it but when people hit you with the i noticed you didn't talk about this right. I'm like what the fuck man like i talked about a lot of shit this week it's I hard i don't have the black radar <laughs> that informs me of every goddamn thing that's happened just like you don't yeah i don't know if you notice i'm a human being and i don't have a fucking uh show producer or staff uh sometimes you shit falls through the cracks um speaking of uh falling through the cracks segue <laughs> <laughs> right um uh, dunkin donuts has struck back at starbucks 
by releasing the christmas cups guys oh, that's right shit they want your money too they're like mm, you can't be giving all this money to starbucks it's a battle of the christmas cups <laughs> um they said it's a battle of the coffee highs i don't know if you guys been following this starbucks news but starbucks apparently took all the christmasy logos and stuff off of their cups and they went with a solid red and green cup just drink the damn coffee i swear i did not understand what the big deal was <laughs> you paid nine dollars for it anyway but if jesus didn't bless my coffee <laughs> how will i know that it's gonna turn water into wine come on now <laughs> <laughs> like really we're this is really what we're i mean it, it's so much so that there were debates on cnn about this and i'm thinking this is what we're gonna spend our time talking about whether or not it's some holly and some tinsel on fucking cup i mean really this is really what we're talking about right. mm-hmm. i went to starbucks the other day and i i was utterly disappointed and because here's the thing that happened to me i went there to get a a coffee i'm like i just want a fucking coffee the you know i drive and work late at night so i'm like the lady asked me if I wanted chilled or hot. And I'm like, when is hot not the fucking default for fucking coffee? <laughs> You'll be amazed. It's called ice buddy. <laughs> yeah, but nah, I, I, I fucking hot. You know what that, you know what's fucked up about that, John? That means, um, before you arrive, it was some other motherfucker that had a hissy fit. <laughs> when they got that hot ass coffee, but like, I wanted goddamn ice. Right. Why did you, I said I wanted a coffee. And it wasn't no ice in my coffee. People were like, like, sir, the default is hot. Right. You know, the person at Starbucks looking around like, am I crazy? Is, <laughs> are we serving ice coffee? Right. Are we asking that? So they got enough of that, but they're like, fuck it. Make a rule. Always ask. Oh my God. So later I was like, uh, I was like, real, I was like, really? You asked me how to, you know, cold ice or hot? I'm like, right. That's like me walking into, into saltgrass and for a fucking frozen steak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. The shit don't make I no want sense. Coffee. I want it hot. I want a steak. I want it hot. God damn it. Just give me a fucking coffee. <laughs> right. I would like a Coca Cola. Uh, can you boil it for me first? <laughs> just hand it, just hand it on piping hot. Yeah. I don't, yeah. That, that is funny, man. But I just like that Dunkin' Donuts coffee uh is not fucking with starbucks on any level so it don't matter what they put on their cups nobody coming you know i was just gonna say that who even goes to dunkin donuts yeah. I, do they even, they're still around i think i have seen yeah. one in the city of houston and that's like, how that's how you know that the that's how you knew that the starbucks coffee was still <laughs> winning because that dude's quote-unquote boycott was to tell the people at the um the people that write your name on the coffee to, to say that your name is merry christmas so did you write merry christmas on the cup but i was like so you really just made starbucks money is this like a conspiracy to to get starbucks sales up because you didn't hurt them at all this is gonna help them if i was them next year i would put satan on the cup man like (laughs) let's get this motherfucking money right let's make all the goddamn money exactly i thought i put exasperated on my cup yeah because i think for here and that's the thing it depends on where you live in a country because like i said i'm not really a dunkin donuts fan i prefer krispy kreme uh but here dunkin donuts are like popping up everywhere like fucking crack houses you're like goddamn another goddamn dunkin donuts come on give me a break y'all yeah karen you called the eye roll okay when you said duck when you said krispy kreme okay so you know here in texas especially here in houston there's been a uh there's been a huge uproar over Krispy Kreme infiltrating the Texas borders. Well, we we do Shipley's. Uh, do y'all have Shipley's out there? Nah. Uh, what's that, sweetie? Oh, we're gonna have to. 
Shipley's the best donuts. Okay. And, and so when when we brought in, I now used to live in Atlanta, so I knew what Krispy Kreme was. Mm-hmm. But um, when we when we uh, I guess here maybe within the last month or so. Krispy Kreme has come onto the scene and um, has made the the Shipley fanatics of Texas really, really upset. Like, it's been a oh. huge... It's kind of like the, the Starbucks cup. Right, kind of um, like the Bojangles and Popeyes, because Bojangles rolls deep over here, and Popeyes is popping up, and niggas like, mm, fuck you, Bojangles. Fuck you, Popeyes. Oh, wow. Okay, so yeah, it, it's exactly like that. Down here. Yeah, okay. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Wow. Well, um, speaking of food, Amazon is bringing restaurant food delivery to more than 20 cities in the U.S. That's what I'm talking about. Is it come free with my Amazon Prime? (laughs) (laughs) I am all in. Thank you, Amazon. Give me every fucking thing. Run the world and make them kids work harder. Amazon definitely owns slaves, is what I'm saying. There's no way Amazon don't own slaves. Come on now. Like, they, they, on a low, they brought back slavery and nobody noticed because it only costs us like $80 a year right. to sign up. And Amazon, like, give us $100, you get unlimited shipping, which, and most people that get Amazon Prime and up buying more shit. You get Amazon Prime, watch all the videos and DVDs you want. We, 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 we gonna, we gonna ship shit to your house. We gonna, we gonna get the food delivery service there. After a while, you're just gonna be able to sit and we gonna get drones to drop the shit off well according to this uh it's gonna start in september uh they already had tried it in seattle in august uh but by september they they already had partnered with several restaurants in the seattle area to bring lunch and dinner to citizens in certain parts of the emerald city the service works through amazon prime uh through their now application which offers free two-hour delivery and one-hour delivery for seven dollars and 99 cent yeah so two-hour delivery is free how what what is their fucking money like how do they make money it's like hey we can deliver your food in two hours how much extra would that cost you nothing how is the fuck is that possible could you, you know what all housewives not housewives but like people with like children and shit like that you could be like look i'll be home the kids be home at three okay go ahead and order in and by the time everybody get home you have dinner you know i how- understand how i understand why how people would do it karen I, I understand why i'm saying when fucking a, a slave with one foot chopped off <laughs> shows up at your door holding a goddamn box of krispy kreme don't say you didn't hear it first that these motherfuckers own slaves <laughs> you heard it here first amazon definitely owns slaves there's no way that this money makes sense this business model uh, do you pay him in rice i don't understand the, exactly the business model they make your money yeah. <laughs> the business model i want to see they motherfucking taxes man pay them in hey pennies this don't make sense just there's no service like this if, if it, <laughs> they, they got a line on their thing they go slavery there's a delivery fee on if you order one if you order one pizza just one pizza there's a delivery fee on one pizza you know what i'm saying like i want a pizza from papa john's five dollar delivery fee like that's not even counting the tip and the driver doesn't even get to see that money most of the time right what the fuck is amazon doing oh they're gonna put people out of business they was like oh i will wait two hours free I mean, I could just order a pizza, um, from my favorite restaurant, go Amazon, deliver this, two hours, they go, okay, for free, no problem. Right, it's gonna eat their business up. I mean, well, it's actually gonna benefit them. All their orders gonna be going through Amazon. People gonna be like, fuck, why am I gonna call and go the, online? The, does then? the driver get 
a tip do i tip an amazon driver uh, yeah when they're gonna be like uber you're gonna see amazon <laughs> prime shit rolling around all over no, your place uber don't let you tip the drivers they don't yeah they're I not the uber they don't let you tip them i don't think he's supposed to dog um i'm pretty sure that that's the thing it's like oh we're not like taxis like you just pay for this shit and you good um yeah man and the other the other places they plan on doing this atlanta austin baltimore everybody in the audience is waiting for their for their to city. the city right right i, I about to say uh, uh everybody, you said everybody Atlanta, i was like oh fuck he's not gonna be charlotte then everybody was against it everybody was against it till i start naming these cities watch this uh chicago dallas <laughs> houston oh what? shit oh shit y'all get y'all getting slaves y'all getting slaves <laughs> <laughs> you get a slave you get a slave <laughs> indianapolis las vegas la and the cities in orange county new york miami minneapolis and st paul phoenix portland sacramento san antonio san francisco and seattle i have a question uh you just go in all the cities in orange county how big is this goddamn orange county you was like oh y'all get it no idea okay i don't know <laughs> but yeah man people about to damn be having slaves deliver their food and shit mm-hmm. man. i wish it was him i know you do i know you do you don't care Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> i told you Mm-mm. they about to put seamless grubhub uber eats e24 all that shit about to go out of business watch <laughs> you know what yeah because all them they you know they've been around for a long time i know they're hearing this news like shit and amazon so crafty like if you look at a pizza but then you go log on Facebook, you know, the first ad you're going to see is going to be like, I know you want that pizza. And not only that, you know, you know, Amazon sends shit anyway. So you're going to hover over that pizza too long. That's thing you're going to be ding dong, you want a pizza? I didn't order no pizza. Well, they said it's free. You hovered over it for about five minutes too long. Right. So next, you know, thank you. It's going to be on Facebook like, you can have pizza by five o'clock today. <laughs> yes! Why you, yes! Why, why you bullshitting? Yes, they was like, you can have this Baskin Robbins by lunch break. What? Yeah. I can all right um let's do some uh i don't think we got into this yet but let's do some uh fucking with black people uh because uh you know is that really a segment is that really what you call this yep and and it has its own song We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, America. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the world and we find articles that we play or read about fucking with black people and how much we feel fucked with from zero to a hundred on intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody that's right everybody everybody was fucking with black people you froze on the screen baby oh okay well then let me refresh on the screen real quick great smile though thanks man. i know it just paused in your smile and somebody was like Rod's froze and i was like wait a minute he might be frozen for everybody yeah well you know what that's a good uh that's a good picture to be frozen now no they catch you rolling your eyes or some shit <laughs> right sneezing uh all right so here we go um number one country music star jason aldean have you guys ever heard of him Mm-mm. i have I oh. oh that's right they're in houston yeah so that makes sense yeah <laughs> y'all y'all know jason aldean apparently uh let's see if i go on spotify 
his number one listen to hit is burning it down oh let's see what this is This must be new school uh, country. You slip your finger through the tear in my t shirt. You're stirring up dirty in the back of my mind. You keep on flirting. Wait, that's what country sound like now? Right, I'm like, what a goddamn guitar. I'm old, y'all. I'm sorry. Is that somewhere? I was kind of waiting for some motherfucking, for the bass to drop in that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Where the rapper? Like, you know, cause that's how them songs be starting that. Yes. Oh, that it's working. You're stuck in my head, girl. Riding the lines. Couldn't sing a song without you if I tried. Let's light it up like it's our last night. Well, apparently, country star Jason Aldean, 47th on Forbes highest paid celebrities list, didn't get the memo this Halloween and went out in blackface and dreadlocks. No, he didn't. Yes. So let me clarify because that's how I heard of him. I, I wasn't rocking. Oh, music. okay. <laughs> oh, because I know no, y'all I, in Houston. I didn't know about him until he thought he was Lil Wayne. So. <laughs> that makes more sense okay i didn't know him prior to oh you heard of him from violating okay and well and, and john how'd you hear about him from exactly. same way same okay way. okay all oh, right because i know country music is heavy down in texas so i was like okay that makes sense yeah okay this is all coming together now it's kind of like how most people know riley cooper you know yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> like i like how riley cooper was mostly known for being racist and then that motherfucker went out and caught like 37 touchdowns that year to try to get that racism off of him. Nope. Still known for being racist. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck how good you get. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's say it, um, yeah, that's him on the left in blackface and dreadlocks. When the picture above first fell in my lap, I was told it was a picture of Jason Aldean and his wife. Oh, look at his wife though. His wife got like blonde cornrows or something and she wearing <laughs> This is she like a blood or something, huh? Yeah, she got the button up, like the shirt with only the top button is button, like she's supposed to be like in a Latino chulo, game. Chulo. What you call those? They're chulos. Cholo. Yeah, she's like oh. a cholo or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you know? Hey, I don't know. Whatever. You know Yo, what I mean? Whenever I see shit like this, though, I always wonder, like, do the other white people in the picture go? So I guess Jason didn't get the memo because <laughs> yeah. nobody else went blackface everybody else was like you know what close enough this is whatever i'm got on don't need nothing more than that and he's the only one that's like i'm going all the way tonight could you imagine how many people he asked to take a picture I was like no no i will not be taking a picture with you sir no i don't want to be on the internet right i'm gonna win the contest tonight i'm gonna have the most authentic little wayne costume <laughs> he was asking people to take a picture they were running here's the thing that's amazing about this picture if I pass this picture out to 99% of America and said, who was he supposed to be? Nobody would guess Lil Wayne. Exactly. Because he <laughs> don't look like You Lil still Wayne. don't look like Lil You go blackface and you still don't look like the nigga. You should have to take it off. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you know, like I, I, I mean, I'm actually allowing more than other black people that a very specific type of blackface I would be okay with. If I saw somebody and went, oh, I thought I saw Lil Wayne tonight. That was a white man? What? 
like i think <laughs> i think i would give that a pass now i'm not 100 sure because it's never happened but i feel like if it did <laughs> if it did happen i would be like you know what i gotta be impressed with that white man that's crazy as hell but uh but, not this shit the white friend who just sit back and say no don't do this not tonight <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i bet you like, showed no, up they was... like no we no 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 <laughs> you like, let's rethink this whole outfit real quick <laughs> yeah. right you know and you know somebody told him that and could you imagine now when you send out memos you gotta be like and hey, please don't wear blackface and he was like fuck he didn't read the memo right <laughs> Ah, uh, so uh zero to a hundred, Karen. How much you give this one in intervals of twenty five? Oh, he gets a hundred. A hundred from Karen. What about you, John? <laughs> I, I have to give him seventy five. Seventy five. What about you, Tanisha? I think I'm with Karen. I'm gonna give him a hundred. I mean, it's twenty fifteen. Do you really need a memo at this particular point in time? Come on, now. <laughs> yeah, He's out of line. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a hundred because he went the full blackface. You know, like <laughs> he knew what was up. Yeah. He knew what was up. Um, all right, let's see. How about this one? More fucking with black people. Federal agents bust up a plot by Virginia white supremacists to shoot up black churches to start a race war. Start a what? A race war. Yeah, white people are obsessed with this, uh, with this race war that's supposed to be coming. And they would be the main ones who tell you there is no race. I don't see race. I don't see color. I don't, you know. Right. We, there's no racial diversity in this country. We, we're all people. Yeah. It's, it's that shit. They only want a race war because they know they're going to win. That's the only reason. <laughs> if they really thought they was going to lose, they wouldn't even be doing this, man. But they know they already got all the tanks and shit. All the guns. Right. Um. But yeah, these these motherfuckers. Oh wait, I could play an article. Okay, a cool. story you won't see anywhere else. Three local men busted by the FBI. By the way, uh, that is a horrible start to this news report about mm-hmm. racism, where he's like, a story you won't see anywhere else because no one cares about these niggas. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. They had to have a white dude say that too. That's terrible. A story you won't see anywhere else. Three local men busted by the FBI, accused of plotting to bomb churches and synagogues. I'm Bill Fitzgerald. I'm Candace Burns. Our John Broquette is live to tell us what court papers are revealing about this case. John? Candace, there are some disturbing details in these federal court documents, including plans to bomb and shoot up black churches in Jewish synagogues. Also, a plot to kill a local jewelry store owner, rob an armored car, and harm a gun dealer here in Virginia. Plans to commit crimes and use the proceeds to purchase land, stockpile weapons, and train for the so-called coming race war are foiled by the FBI. Neighbors say they saw the feds swarm in on this Chesterfield County home around 11 Sunday morning. There were probably around 15 cars, most of the cars unmarked. There were um, police, police canine, and then I saw a lot of several persons that were out with camo on carrying weapons. Federal court documents reveal this home on Candlewick Lane is where Robert Doyle and Ronald Beasley Cheney and others ascribe to a white supremacy version of the Asatru faith. The FBI received information that a meeting would be held at this home in late September to discuss acting out their extremist beliefs by shooting or bombing occupants of black churches in Jewish synagogues and plotting to kill a gun store owner in Oklahoma. Somebody told. It's also alleged that Doyle met up with Charles Halderman to plan the murder of a local jeweler, robbing an armored truck, and doing harm to a gun store owner here in Virginia. 
The three are charged with one felony apiece for now. With all the allegations that are in there, you know, this one particular charge is probably not going to be the final charge. This mm -hmm. is something that they use to hold them. With the allegations that you see in there, I would expect that there will be other charges that come down the road. It's in the back of your mind, but when it's right down, right, right around the corner. Rodney Clark is chairman of a trustees board at a Baptist church close to where the feds say the extremist meetings were taking place. He says even prior to hearing the details in these documents, their church had already started securing the sanctuary. You can't come to worship God and be um, at peace and have your mind focused on him without having to worry about what may happen. Bill and Candace, federal documents allege that Robert Doyle had met with an undercover agent, undercover FBI agent, oh, on numerous yes, times and checked out automatic weapons, explosives, and silencers he wanted to purchase. Shit. Yesterday was when that purchase was supposed to go down. Working for you outside the federal courthouse. Yeah, that's terrorism. Like, they need to hit them with them terrorism charges. Yep, because I bet you that there was some brown It'll never be labeled like that. Right. Like, that's just terrorism. I don't know why they, a white supremacist group, hate crime, all that. Nah, that's terrorism, dog. They was gonna kill, they was gonna terrorize them black people, man. Come on now. Um, but, uh, yeah, zero to a hundred, Karen. How much you feel fucked with? Oh, a hundred. A hundred. All right. Uh, what about you, Tanisha? Yeah, I'm at a hundred on this one, too. <laughs> all right. John? I, I, I'm, I'm with the, I'm with the group. All right, and I feel 100% fucked with as well. Mm -hmm. Damn. That's yeah. Like that shit. That sounds like a plot to a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, even if they did all that shit, it wouldn't have worked. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, <laughs> like, it's not like, like, I'm, someone did shoot up a church this year. The right. race war didn't start. Like, nobody was going now to kill all the white people. We were like, yo, that white boy was crazy, and that's a very big tragedy. That's how it happens. Like, if, if white people think killing black people is going to be the thing that starts the revolution, then they haven't been paying very close attention to history. It's just not, that's not how it's going to happen. No, it's definitely not. Like, if they really wanted to start the revolution, they need to kill a whole bunch of white people. <laughs> thing, what, what, driving a jury store in the armored truck. <laughs> yeah, what was that about? <laughs> <laughs> it's just out of the blue. It's just out of his grand plane. Hey, we're going to hit up, we're going to hit up, uh, we're going to hit up Jared's. Yeah. <laughs> Like you know, <laughs> while we starting this uh race war now, I mean, hey, look, I hate niggas as much as everybody in here, okay? <laughs> but before we get started, I was just thinking, had my eye on this uh, yeah, I had I had my eye on this bracelet, is what I'm saying. And uh, she been wanting it. It's 18 carats. Maybe <laughs> maybe we stop by the jewelry store, kill Floyd too. That's all I'm saying. Just make a. It's only. It's only five way five miles away from the church. We just start there. Uh, <laughs> Come back. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm off. Okay, let me refresh. Uh, but yeah, that that was one of them. Let's see. Um, let's go to Baller Alert after this, cause I feel like we've been actively fucked with enough, mm -hmm. and uh, there's no need to keep that going. Mm -mm. All right. So um, let's get to our Baller Alert section. Where did I put the Baller Alert music? Um, where are we at? Oh, here we go. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> Hey, yo, 
Everybody here go 12 bar. Gucci and man got nine car. We don't call them down no more. Oh, now we call them five star. Five star nigga, that's a five star click. That's a six for that five. That's that new on six. Pay her bills, get her hair fix, might even pay her rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I can't even lie. I'm so super high. Do not need her, will not keep her unless she is fly. Gucci man's a thug B. Yo man is a thug C. She love me now. She love you now. Now all my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, look all the Gucci girl and beat me. You can find a five star hotel. You can meet me. Five star bitch. That's a five star. And that's a five star. And that's a five star. If your credits go high, beat nails, stay fly. Keep your juice box wet and your head some fire. You a five star. And you a five star. And you a five star. All right. Here uh-uh, are your choices. Uh-uh, don't just segue like you just can't do all of that. Don't you even. I have something to say. <laughs> I feel like I need to be throwing some dollars in the air. Right yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, where is the pose in the building? Here are your choices for the ball alert story of the day. Number one, groupie tales. Another Ricardo Lockett tale. Now, groupie tales are when women sleep with people and then they give us all the juicy details. Mm-hmm. Typically famous people. Now, Ricardo Lockett is a wide receiver who's out for the season for Seattle because he damn near got his neck broke. Uh, but. Yeah, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Uh, but he's, he's, he's back. Actually, he gave a uh, hundred hamburgers out to homeless people the other day. So good for him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so he's back, but, uh, he has a groupie tale uh number two recognizing the men who just want sex blogged by at proudly lauren now this is when they give you advice to typically to women uh about how to you know to navigate the world mm-hmm. number three groupie tales the game picks his groupies up at the louis vuitton store oh shit we all know the the rap of the game uh number four tony rock's groupie story i think tony rock is the brother of chris rock and uh let's see number five groupie tales uh plies and a shouty in miami <laughs> now you guys collaborate on which one you would like to hear ricardo Lockett, uh recognizing the men who just want sex the game tony rock or plies I, I almost at the point where I want to hear this Tony Rock story because I'm like, who like who would fuck with Chris Rock let alone his brother? <laughs> uh, I, I, I got it, Tanisha. I'm trying to look up Ricardo Lockett. He so I, can see what he, I know who he, he is, but I need to see his face. Okay, just let me speak <laughs> to my own. I need to see what he looks like. First, so I can determine whether or not I need to know anything else about it. Y'all go right ahead. Come back uh, to I'll, me. I'll put, his, I'll put his picture in the chat if you want to see it on the screen. I don't know if y'all had the screen up for the chat yeah, room. Okay, so that's him. Yeah. Okay. He about on the same lines with Chris Rock's brother. I'm not interested in <laughs> Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, all right. Well, what about, let's see. Who are the other choices? The game, nah, uh, <laughs> and shot plies. All right, let's hear plies. All right, plies is a fucking fool. Now plies has been on here several times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> each time the more groupies be telling. Yeah, each time more memorable than the last. Uh, he apparently gets it in with uh, the groupies many on many occasions. Here is oh, that a picture, picture a picture of him. Oh, that picture. Uh, this must be a promotional picture for something. Gotta be. Uh, 
but uh <laughs> as you see he's very familiar with the ladies um uh, all right <clears throat> you know what time it is time for another group of tail like the last few this one is a few years old but group of tales are always fun since plies is such a freak in his music finds out find out if it translates to the bedroom below group of tales are submitted by our readers we cannot return 100 accuracy of any story posted <laughs> okay i ran into plies at one of his shows and he had did in miami like a year ago he wasn't really famous like he is now so while he was doing the show he was pulling girls up on the stage with him and being that i was in the front row he pulled me up and started to sing rap his hit at the time shouted <clears throat> so like 30 minutes later me and him got out she was on stage for 30 minutes Damn. i know right <laughs> you i hope you got a check I'm gonna say she gotta get paid for that. <laughs> right. So you put on the performance. <laughs> Nigga, I'm a dancer now. I want my money. Anyway. Uh, so like 30 minutes later, me and him got off the stage. And as I went to leave him, he grabbed my hand and asked me what my name was. So I was like, Ashley. And as we got to talking, I saw a whole other side of him. So we got to laughing and talking about him, life, and his brother that's locked up. So it was like the whole time we was talking, he was steady catching feelings. So his manager had came backstage and told him that he had another show to do. So we switched numbers and he said he'll call me. So later on that day, how do you switch numbers? Do you like get each other's phone? Okay, wait, I have a question before you finish. Now, how mm-hmm. long ago was this? Because I didn't even know Plies did shows anymore. He has no more songs. So how long ago was this? A couple years ago. Uh, it just says, it doesn't say when. It just says a couple years ago. I guess Shouty was his number one hit. Eons ago. Okay, go so, right ahead. That's a minute, yeah. Okay so later on that day i was like 10 it was like 10 30 p.m and i had just got out the shower getting ready to go to sleep until my phone went off and as i looked at the number it said plies and oh my god i got the screaming like somebody was killing me so i had picked up and we was talking for like 10 minutes and he had asked me if i could come and since he is he's older than he than me he was like or is it past your bedtime so i laughed and said yeah i could come over so i was like i'll be there in an hour and like an hour and out of nowhere he said no i don't want you to drive you too pretty for that i'll have one of my homies come pick you up <laughs> 30 minutes later his <laughs> right is that game i don't know 30 minutes <laughs> Girl. we so picked the wrong story <laughs> we so missed the boat with this one girl i'm so romantic i'll call uber for you <laughs> you ain't gotta do all that girl i got this taxi i'm gonna reimburse you for the bus, Get the bus. Yeah. <laughs> girl i got that 175 don't you worry about that shawty i'll pay for the transfer and everything girl yeah. <laughs> mm. 30 minutes later his homie pulled up and as i was getting in plies was on the webcam lol looking so cute on the laptop screen so we started talking through webcams until i got there and when i got there he would open the door and his pjs which is nothing but his b-ball shorts and some ankle socks so he told <laughs> by the way <laughs> Did, didn't we all know those applies pjs i mean oh, <laughs> did i need a story to tell me that i knew that's what applies were uh so he told me to come in as he closed the door and walked me into the living room and, oh my god the way he had it set up oh my god it was so pretty we sat down and started talking and next thing i know he started kissing me from my hand to my neck so softly i started kissing him back so he was wait so he so we was kissing for five minutes oh okay okay all right just, just get through it just get through it okay <laughs> push through it Woo. and i was so wet so he told me to lay on the couch on my back 
so he started taking my shirt and pants and my bra oh my god he took my boy shorts off y'all with his teeth <laughs> and he started kissing me from head to toe then he teased me for like three minutes with his tongue until he finally ate the pussy and oh my god he had me running oh my god i was on mars and i didn't want to come back i mean the way he used his tongue is like oh amazing <laughs> that's how it's written y'all too just so you know i flipped him over and started kissing and licking his body until i got to his dick and i always thought he was small but oh my god i was wrong his dick is about nine inches and not too thick when it's hard so he teased me i teased him back until i finally started sucking and licking it and he really went crazy and when i went around his dickhead with the tip of my tongue mm, after after that we did the 69 after that we did the 69 for about 13 minutes oh shit oh lord what, what she have a stop clock 13 minutes how does she know right it ain't 10 or 15 it's specifically 13 <laughs> what is she doing she, she, she hit the time on her i watched what's happening i knew because aquatine hunger force was exactly 13 minutes and then it went off the commercial how did she know that how did she know anyway <clears throat> after that we did the 69 for about 13 minutes then he spread my legs and went deep oh my god it felt so good to the point where i was like zoned out like oh my god and his stroke game is on another planet and like every time i moaned in his ear he just went deeper and after 30 minutes he wanted to give me back shots but i was like i got something better so i started giving him a lap dance for about 10 minutes then i laid him on the floor and just did a split on his dick and he went nuts he started talking saying dang ain't no girl ever did that to me or on me before so the whole time he was talking moaning i was riding him smooth and fast and then i started riding him backwards for 20 minutes (laughs) it's like a workout routine right i'm about to say what she do five burpees three squats and then repeat the process what's happening here i did three reps of 10 on his nuts and then (laughs) i lifted his ball for five minutes with the kettlebells what's happening here (laughs) i did a pull up on his nipples and i was (laughs) right all right so what was i oh for like 20 minutes until he whispered in my ear asking me if he could give me back shots so i was like yeah so i bent over the table and started smacking my ass for a minute till he put it in and oh my god he was he just went hard oh my god Clyde gave banging head and back shots and he don't play so he started talking dirty and freaking to me while he was giving me the back shots freaking me freaking me what is that what is that f-r-i-n-g-i-n-g she meant fingering oh that makes more sense okay okay there you go you speak that thank you tanisha I, I, I have i have a child in high school there you I go that's, 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 okay yeah. he was fringing me okay, <laughs> a child okay. In high school. uh he was fringing me so after 40 minutes of that i rode him again 40 minutes of i'm fingering? sorry 40 minutes of back shots and fingering didn't y'all just do seven reps of 20 yes we did you ought to be good and tired now y'all must be at the damn uh <laughs> y'all, at some point y'all gotta get to the cool down portion of this exercise <laughs> right we, we gotta stretch right anyway it was halftime and he was anyway <laughs> uh, 
so uh 40 minutes and that of that i rode him again until i came all over his dick and i licked it off then we came again but this time together oh my god when he got done it was 7 43 a.m and we both looked at our phones and saw we had made missed calls and he had he was like that was amazing and we took our shower together and after that we stayed in touch i became his girlfriend and on mondays when he's not busy me and him and his son we go out to eat and catch a movie or something and since we've been together his sex got better only on mondays right it cannot be real it simply cannot do they verify these stories before they post them or just can anybody post well t- typically the chat room verifies i mean that chat room the they have um they have like a chat section for people to mm-hmm. leave comments uh-huh. and the commenters will typically do all the investigative work and like they've been investigating yeah, hard too now here are the comments sandy cheek says horse shit to infinity and beyond so he started talking my shirt and pants and bra really uh uh, that was the part she had a problem with okay uh ahab magnum says questionable g lee says this is a joke right (laughs) beautiful beautiful brownie says 13 minutes if it was all like that how the heck do you know it was 13 minutes 30 minutes 10 minutes 20 minutes 40 minutes finish at 7:43 a.m must have been taking notes in the process <laughs> nico rose says this is a mess let me find out plies takes your pants shirt bra and dreams off to smash that's something new right there laughing my black ass off draws not dreams okay so she's <laughs> okay she she had a typo shell israel says i became his girlfriend girl bye stop the lies <laughs> hey mia says at sandy cheeks i'm literally crying that horse shit to infinity and beyond miss you can never get enough says did she turn him over to lick his body or did she mean booty i'm just saying oh <laughs> well that puts a whole different spin on it oh. uh christina says what's with the timeline was she checking the clock like that lol this story is all kinds of ridiculous and that's it for this uh it sound like they ain't believe it either that's it for the comments on this one play me out young Gotti. yo Gotti. it's your boy yo Gotti. i do grade a shit i'm the realest nigga walking and this the remix and still out here looking for a five-star chick when i catch her i'm a fencer with a five-star kid she a natural born hustler she ain't chasing no suckers only mess a real nigga she never fucked the buckle so your cars and your jury that shit really don't excite her all your hating assholes in the club won't fight her she was born in the eight went to school in dc got a job in dallas texas then she moved to tennessee if she ain't a five-star shorty go ahead and face it fake gucci fake louis shorty that'll make your basic it ain't a five-star it ain't a five-star it ain't a five-star all right all right i can't do trina versity we'll never get off here i'm about to say trina the best part we got guests man we got guests i ain't want to take up more of y'all time with trina man i'm sorry it's all good tomorrow (laughs) all right uh guess the race all right guys time i mean time to play our other game play some some guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time 
that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we asked our contestants today john and tanisha from the ink podcast to guess the race and the chat room plays along and chat rooms races yes they are all right <laughs> so are john and tanisha sorry all right good you guys will fit right in you guys will fit right in a tennessee attorney apologizes for poisoning his wife's toothpaste and trying to have her killed twice well goddamn mm-hmm yes so is this multiple choice well, no just one <laughs> just one choice uh i mean you can pick of any, any of the races yeah, any I mean, race ma- any race you want. it's whatever your imagination can dream what, <laughs> uh, you, go, call, what you got i gotta go away oh do we lose john can't hear you what did y'all break up john Uh-oh. oh shit i think we lost him john internet connection problem oh is this on our end or no because we're still moving okay we still good on yeah, our side you might have to you might have to uh reconnect you know sometimes it does that yeah uh it's gonna try to call, call back. back and see if that uh is working um but uh until then um that i like that they were gonna guess right off the bat like john was <laughs> like I i'm ready i don't need no details my racism is on fleek uh now saying he's offline so maybe his internet went out or something yeah they might be trying to reboot it all right well let's do this one for the chat room and then if they come back we'll do it for them yeah we'll try to call them back this is uh coilerville wait coiler collierville tennessee is what this is and um let me uh just in the background try to call them back and see what happens uh collierville tennessee a lot of emotion and tears and an apology filled courtroom tuesday as fred wartman faced the wife he tried to kill when she took the witness stand wartman an attorney found himself on the other side of the courtroom table in jail cell he accepted a plea of allegations he tried to kill his wife three different times well goddamn his wife well at first you don't succeed can his wife stacy took the stand tuesday austin your children are praying for you daily that your heart will change stacy wardman fought back tears as she told the judge and her husband about the pain she and her children are feeling after her husband tried to kill her i still struggle but my children are the greatest victims they know he's in jail they know he wanted me not to be alive anymore they know he has to face the consequences she said during the court proceedings tuesday prosecutor said fred wartman tried to kill his wife by hiring a hitman offering money to an inmate in Fayette county and poisoning her toothpaste um he apologized to his family for the pain he has caused him no apology which i offer will be sufficient to all who i have disappointed let down and hurt i do apologize to stacy the joneses my parents my family most of all I apologize to my three precious children tuesday's plea was in regards to the toothpaste incident monday he accepted pleas for trying to pay a hitman to pay an inmate to kill and, and pay an inmate to hit his kill his wife uh, okay they back yeah cool. all right yo was, y'all there i will simply blame tanisha don't blame me for anything i was just sitting here <laughs> uh well basically um we started reading the article and he tried to have her killed three different times uh he once by an inmate then he tried to hire a hitman Shit. and he poisoned her, her toothpaste 
uh he apologized uh to her her family his family his kids uh his parents um and he accepted the plea deals and they, he got a 30-year prison sentence so guess the race of fred wartman attorney and uh apparently guy who doesn't like his wife very much should have just a worcester definitely white all right, yeah, right. That's i gotta go white guy uh all right to afford to be able to afford to kill your wife Mm. <laughs> it's a whole different level a, a black dude would just um just kill his wife yeah kill right. his wife it's safe right just kill his wife i gotta go white person they will hire people to mm. kill you okay uh, let's I, see the chat room says whiter than the cast of that new exodus movie <laughs> she's alive and well because rednecks don't brush their teeth says hc oh so that's white that's white white because a black man would have just walked out on his family oh black rob goddamn oh. <laughs> joe spacey says white man who never heard of just leaving future supervillain says should have watched some discovery id and got it right the first time white recognize oh. says white lauren says only a white man contracts out his domestic violence where's your pride in your craft dude <laughs> <laughs> A black guy would have had a cousin to do it instead of contracting out white. He has to be white and white. The correct answer is, and everybody got it, white. Yeah, that, and then he told so many people he, you knew he was going to get caught. Come on now. I'm telling you, if you want to kill your wife after the first person says no, that's it. Cause they gonna, I've seen every TV show. They gonna go tell. Yes, they are. <laughs> That's how all the TV shows happen is that you tell a nigga you wanna kill your wife and then you tell, then the police, the next person you talk to is actually a police officer like, uh, you need your wife killed. You know what I mean? So just don't, if the first person says no, you have to stop. The redneck um, don't brush their teeth comment is fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite is a black dude would have just walked out on the family. Like it's so racist, but it's so good. It is oh, true. Lord. It is funny. I'm going to the store and he'll never come back. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I left my Newports at the store. I'll be right back. Right. Um, unless you make it to the NBA, then I'll see you in 18 years. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, number two. A woman arrested for Dennis Pancake Rage. Meet Natasha West, a Chicagoan, 27. She's facing assault and property damage charges after becoming unhinged when a Denny's waitress explained that she was not allowed to share her $4 all you can eat pancake special with her friends. West was dining Friday at Denny's in Oakland, in Oakland, a Chicago suburb, when a server explained that the unlimited pancake offer was only good for a single diner. This did not sit well with West, who was apparently under the impression that $4 bought everyone at the table unending pancakes. What? Yeah, that's like if you go, like, to, to, uh, to, uh, Ita- uh, uh, what is it, Italian Garden? Olive Garden? Olive if you Garden. go to uh, Olive Garden and you're like, <clears throat> yeah, y'all had unlimited pasta, so I just brought a bus full of motherfuckers up in here. Oh, we all, we, we all gonna eat out of one. my bowl. You know what I mean? Like, nah. According to Oakland Police Department, Wes cursed at the waitress and threw several punches at the employee, though the blows did not land. West and her party then left Denny's without paying their tab at all. Oh shit! But not before she repeatedly kicked the door on the way out. Well, uh, damn. Mm-hmm. 
yep uh she was sub, sub, she was caught after denny's workers gave police a description of the car in which she and her pals fled she was charged with assault and damaged the property one of her friends jerome ivory 31 was busted for providing the police with false identification guess the race of natasha west oh shit we lost him again god dog it <clears throat> well we're trying to get the call back but chat room you guys guessed the race and hopefully we'll get them back on the line and uh we'll be able to wrap it up uh let's see who you fitting to try not this bitch black ah oh she was black oh she black okay ain't no fun if the homies can't have none black oh black shyraw jigaboos uh oh i guess shyrak jigaboos drove to the, the good neighborhood to eat all the white man's pancakes black one whose neck turned and eyes rolled so much the waitress thought she was possessed black that's why we don't go to that denny's anymore should have never gave you niggas grand slams oh surviving the odds by being alive in chicago as it is black n-i-g-g-a-s says coco cure yeah! <laughs> at the love after leaving denny's she headed for waffle house <laughs> the correct the correct answer is black <laughs> she was definitely a black lady oh oh they they called in hey uh so did you guys have guesses for the race are you serious like uh, now are you really serious with this natasha is a sister all right there you go uh john um uh, i said black even at just yeah. the headline the headline gave me black there you go you guys are both right All right, let's go to the bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, it's the bonus round against the race where it's double the points, double the race. So far, both of the people in this show and the audience are all two for two. But can they keep it going in the bonus round? let's see things are getting intense you guys getting nervous we are i'm ready all right um um apparently patty labelle came out with some um some pies (laughs) yes she did some sweet potato pies and uh a man posted a video review Let's see if I can turn this up. And in a completely unrelated transition, (laughs) a review of sweet potato pies is breaking the internet tonight. Literally. A man who's clearly a fan of Patti LaBelle sings her praises because he says, boy, can she bake. Sweet potato Patti LaBelle. This is the Patti edition, honey. This is the on my own. Why did it end this way? Patti. First of all, was that a man? into patty you turn into patty after eating this <laughs> if you only knew that's the name of that song well oh, that's james Wright Chanel and his nice. review of the patty labelle pies now being sold at walmart he goes on to sing more songs and taste more pie even do some dancing at the end just like patty does it's hilarious the video has been seen more than 2.7 million times 
Even Patti LaBelle shared the video on her Facebook and Twitter pages. He's got quite the range as yes. well. Big things ahead very for that talented, guy. Very talented, yes. Very you know, talented. And a lot of people are now copying him. So they're going to buy these pies <laughs> and then posting videos on YouTube. I think that's even better. It is. It's pretty funny. You know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Butler gets... Eating and posting videos. Are you eating Patti LaBelle's pies? Night mm -hmm. in Chicago. Now, guess the race of this man who uh, apparently... James, James Wright... <laughs> Who uh, <laughs> ate these pies? I mean, that's good, but the whole video <clears throat> is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, I, do you want me to play the whole video? Karen? Yes, please. All right, Karen wants to play the whole video, guys. I'm sorry because it's not justice with them clipping in and out. All right, all right. I don't know how long this video is. It's not long. All right, let's uh. About two, about a minute and a half. Right, it's all not right. long at all. Actually, two videos. So, <laughs> I went to the store. Hold on, what'd you say, Tanisha? I'm sorry. No, there's actually two videos. There's a part one and a part two. Have you seen both, both videos? No, no I, this is the only one, one I, I know of. Oh, no. It's a, it's a, it's a part two, too. <laughs> right. But go ahead. I'm sorry. After I seen somebody post that Patty LaBelle pie, I love Patty LaBelle. I love, shout out to Patty LaBelle, honey. I went and bought the Patty LaBelle pie. Sweet potato patty LaBelle. This is the patty edition, honey. This is the on my own. Why did it end this way? So, Katrina, I bought you a pie. You can get this video, see this video. You said buy you a pie, bitch. I bought you a pie. <laughs> bitch, I bought five pies. I'm gonna do a raffle. Anybody wanna win a pie? So, I'm about to slice this pie. It, I think that this pie, cause Patty LaBelle could cook. So I'm just thinking that buying this pot, it's hard to get in this motherfucker. Patty, what you sell this bitch with? <laughs> Gorilla glue? <laughs> the shade of getting into the bitch. Okay. So. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, there we go. Come on, Patty. You better come out. Come on, Patty. I open Patty up. Remember, support black people. Um, black <laughs> okay, so look. Oh, it's so pretty. Look at that. Hmm. On my own. <laughs> Why did it end this way? Come on, Patty. So let's taste the Patty. I want to taste Patty. Oh, Patty's so moist. Come on, Patty. Patty. I want to taste Patty live. Make a video for those that said what it tastes like. I ain't never tasted it, so here we go. Patty. If anybody know Patty the Bell, tag her in the video. Patty! Bitch, I turned into Patty. You turned into Patty after eating this. Mmm, <laughs> Patty. How is it that two people laugh together and love together sometimes? Ooh, ha -ha! Patty! When you've been blessed, feels like heaven. Mmm. 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 
I swear. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you feel like paying the bill after eating this. Uh, Go to Walmart and buy the paying the bill pie. He started dancing. <laughs> he hit that dance. Now that is the best ad you can have for some shit from Walmart. Right. Only the that. only thing shorty ain't kick his shoes off. I know. Um uh, now there is a part two. Oh shit. No, uh, as Tanisha just put us on to. Okay. Um let's see what this is. <laughs> I have gotten down to the last part (laughs) (laughs) of my Patty LaBelle sweet potato pie. Patty, I need a coin after this. But this wasn't how it was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I wish that we could do it all again. <laughs> That's like gone. He held up the empty pie plate. <laughs> he ate the whole pie. Ooh, this pie. Patty, 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 Patty! Girl! Patty! Patty! It makes no sense that every time I bite this damn sweet patty pie, sweet patty pie, <laughs> it makes me want to say that. Oh, God. <laughs> you are my friend. <laughs> I never knew until then. Mm. My. I, I, I just noticed it's a nigga over his shoulder in the back just looking like this nigga right exactly. like he don't even, he not even reacting he just like T he go again with them goddamn pies <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my God. Yeah, Patty Patty ooh ooh somewhere over the rainbow why is his hat so so bedazzled though ain't it bedazzled and spark- <laughs> it's sparkly as shit <laughs> It'll blind you. I swear to God, this nigga had look like a Power Ranger. I ain't even mad. Wow. <laughs> I have to get a little Starbucks coming this time. And he got Starbucks. Wow. Mm. All the product placement. Niggas will give mm. you some free. Yo, nobody get free product placement like niggas, dog. Nobody, period. <laughs> we will have, we will give you better advertising than the commercial. Right. That's how she be singing too. What's the word, boy? Huh? What's the word? Now you're talking to the dude in the back. One of these mornings, you're gonna look for me. And I'll be gone. <laughs> I'm going to a place oh. where my mother and my father will be there. Also, uh, in case, you know, for more Guess the Race, in case you guys haven't got it yet, um, this is all recorded not in landscape, okay? Ah. Never, never turn the phone sideways. Mm-mm. 
Patty would do something like that. And we'll just walk around heaven all day. But I hope when I get to heaven, they have Patty Pies. <laughs> Lord, when I get to heaven, I hope they have Patty Pies. Patty Pies. Okay, so <laughs> So guess the race of James Wright. <laughs> Patty King make you shake. <laughs> Do we have to guess? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotta guess, guys. Gotta guess. Maybe you get well, it wrong. I, I think I asked before. So I know that it's a brother, but I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, so you going with black, Tanisha? I'm going with black. I'm going with a sister. All right. <laughs> I didn't say guess the gender now. I said guess the race. Exactly. Of the person. Put on it. Oh, okay. All right. So John's going with the sister and you're going with the brother. Uh, man, I don't even know where to start with these guess the race. Karen, did you ask them? Yeah, I could ask again. Yeah, you got to ask them again because they done talked about everything but, um, but the race since then. <laughs> oh wait somebody said they had no sound oh yeah because you refreshed yeah, i refreshed though i'm yeah, back we so, back right y'all yes. got the sound now yeah, some people are delayed yes um all right so i'll wait <laughs> for some guests to populate oh that was so worth it yeah i don't know who's who's better though him or bluebell dude did y'all see the bluebell dude yeah. I didn't see the Bluebell dude. You missed the Bluebell dude? Oh, the Blue, oh. yeah. We, we gotta play that one for you. Bluebell dude is good too, dog. Yeah. He, uh, that nigga <laughs> took it to church. See, I think, yeah. I, I think I would go with, uh, the Bluebell guy. Uh, like, where's the, uh, matter of fact, how about the Bluebell gospel song version? Bluebell actually that one ain't got the best audio where's the best audio what is it because that one he wasn't on the mic good evening here we go my brothers take him to church sisters i know i know i know that you thought bluebell wasn't coming back a demon called lester got in bluebell caused people to get sick but how many of you don't know weapon? Formed against you. Shall be able, be able to prosper. Now, Bluebell is making a return. Blue Bunny thought it was funny. Ben and Jerry got in a hurry. Even old Brahms started grieving some palms. Dryers put out flyers. Hugging dolls. Start counting up the concert, but when the saints begin to pray, 
groans, had to lay aside his palms. Blue body, they didn't think it was funny no more. Cause now, trucks start rolling again. All the way from Alabama, all the way to Houston. And just in a few more days, to a store near you. Somebody say yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was the Bluebell Gossip. Now, of course, he also had a cover song. I'm getting ready to do my thing. Get a mess. Get a mess. No. Ready to buy some cream. Get up. Get a mess. You better back on the scene. Ready to buy some cream. Get up! Get up now! Get up and we're back on the scene! Ready to buy some cream! Get up! You niggas! Get up now! on the scene! Ready to buy some cream! So, you know, Bluebell Dude was adorable too, you know. Um, but that was, you know, anyway, here's the guesses for the race. Um, so so black black as hell somewhere a young white man is waging a weak challenge with his paula dean pumpkin pie but lady mama laid is black oh lord gonna lose that foot to the sugar just like big mama and big mom before her black oh cootery power level alone nine thousand black only a nigga will perform the bet honors for patty by himself over sweet potato <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> not the whole show he really did he went through the greatest hits um the noose of esther black one who would put their foot in a dish if they hadn't lost it to the sugar petitioning to have the sugar added added to the dictionary uh baptist church black because eyes knows jesus is coming back black running up the ice cream aisle speaking in tongues oh that's that's for the other person all right <laughs> not the ice cream aisle someone said this is what they doing in church these days no man he didn't sing it in church he waited till after church and then use all the church's equipment <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> oh anyway uh everybody got that right he was black Uh, so you guys want a perfect three for three today, man. Yes, y'all did. Woo! Y'all racism is, is, is on spot on. Congratu- congratulations. Yeah. Uh, of course, the last segment that we cover before it's time to get out of here. It's got to talk about the sword ratchetness. These phones are killing me. <laughs> they are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get killed by a sword guys mm-hmm. uh burmese political candidate is attacked by a sword wielding gang in myanmar oh, that's right international sword ratchetness today guys a candidate running for parliament representing myanmar's largest opposition party is in the hospital with serious wounds after being attacked by men armed with swords that's right they're getting involved in the political process now guys you didn't say anything when i said it was time to get them off the streets now look at you laid up in the hospital the attack took place on a thursday night in yangon the country's commercial capital just days before parliament elections according to nafon pat nafon lot 
a fellow candidate from the main opposition national league for democracy at least five men armed with long knives attacked nang wait nang nang lin and several supporters of ong song su kia lead uh national league of democracy we all know them the ong song kia lead uh nang nang lin like you with no thing yeah you know <laughs> the nld as we like to call them, national league of democracy uh nang nang lin is seeking re-election in november 8th on uh the vote on november 8th um the wounds are serious nafon lot told cnn it is not clear whether or not anyone involved in the alleged attack was brought into police custody a person answering the phone telephone uh, the telephone friday morning at the police station in yangong's takeda township uh where the attack allegedly took place hung up the phone when cnn tried to reach out for comment on the incident i know they did they ain't want no problems Mm-mm. like they stabbing niggas with swords i don't i ain't answering the phone don't put this in your article either Um, (laughs) next week's election is expected to be the first time since 1990 that citizens of Myanmar will get a chance to choose between all of the main political parties in a parliament election the NLD was widely believed to have have decisively won the election in 1990 but the country's military regime annulled the election results, imprisoned many opposition candidates and placed Aung San Suu Kyi under house arrest for the next 20 years shit that's a long ass house arrest right at least he didn't have to go to prison i guess just stay at the crib in the last five years man I'm <laughs> like here you go man hit your xbox and uh have fun man you can't go to can't, no jail but no no freedom in the last five years, Myanmar's military rulers have released many political prisoners and relaxed tight restrictions on the media and the economy as part of the push to open up the long isolated country to the outside world. Now, Aung San Suu Kyi is once again leading her party as it campaigns for the upcoming contest. The country's constitution, which was drafted by the military regime in 2008. Can you imagine? like we talk about our constitution which is like 200 years old and shit can you imagine being like <clears throat> according to the constitution which we came up with in 2008 right uh this is one of my rights <laughs> it's like nigga you only had these like five years i don't care i'm violating i bet you that's how that shit goes <laughs> oh yeah i bet at the you know what i bet after america first drew up the constitution for like the first five to 20 years people was probably like man fuck them rights i don't believe in that shit <laughs> <laughs> of course of course because even after slavery even after they abolished slavery it wasn't official to a juneteenth that's because right. half the folks didn't know like you just know they was like like you'd be like um <clears throat> look actually you can't take pictures of, well as granted by the constitution it is my first amendment right and i got this piece of paper that burn right. that shit in your face They're like shut up nerd get out of here like, all right guys uh the Nobel peace prize winning opposition leader was being able to well well, they barred her from being able to run for president because her children hold foreign passports oh that's a that's a that's a reverse uh meanwhile Ah! nafon lack claimed call for calm in the wake of thursday night's attack we need to be very careful he said speaking on cnn to cnn by phone well i would say the same thing if i got stabbed with swords all right guys (laughs) make sure you check out the ink Mm-hmm. um oh shit and i forgot to say uh today's uh sword ratchetness was brought to you by bevel mm-hmm. that's right uh swords cut close but you know what else cuts close 
Double Rangers. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. This episode, <laughs> they're the first and only shaving system <clears throat> designed specifically for coarse curly hair and scissor skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. That's right. Get clear, smoother skin with bevel. You definitely want that. You know, it makes you feel good walking out looking good. They got all these creams and oils and stuff that you put on your face. Safety razor, shaving brush, blades, primer they, oil, shaving cream, they, and a restoring balm. They smell good, y'all. For you know, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a woman and I'm not go. I because you know me, me and Roger, since we husband and wife, I go through his shit. So I went in there when he got the box because it's so pretty and shiny and sleek. Mm-hmm. And, and it smells so manly you smell so good guys and ladies love a man that's saved up kind of clean and smelling kind of nice mm-hmm. uh so make sure you guys do that go to getbevel.com use code tbgwt you get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com and like i said check out john and tanisha and rivers uh <laughs> you know uh check them all out man uh the ink podcast uh mm-hmm. the ink on itunes and and uh stitcher. stitcher and uh let them know you know that you heard them here first and uh send them a you know five star review and all that good stuff man it helps all these podcasts out and we're always happy to be able to introduce people to uh to different shows throughout the um black podcasting universe because mm-hmm. just like tv diversity is the key man i want as many type of black people listening to different black podcasts all over the place yep. it helps everybody and let them know we sent you uh we'll be back tomorrow uh i don't know what time in the afternoon uh <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow to talk about all the stuff we didn't get to today which i don't i don't know exactly what we didn't get to today but i feel like there's bill Co- something there's definitely bill cosby news oh, there's shit. ben carson news uh, remix there's uh there's so much shit going on in the world guys we'll get to that tomorrow good luck to all your f- football teams unless they play <laughs> uh the eagles and uh shout out to domino all right um, domino's just like i gotta get in the show right <laughs> you're like when i'm getting my own podcast man uh all right man we'll be back tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah.